0: Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast, and as of release, the penultimate edition of the SWN podcast. There's only one more left, and it's the quiz. So this is technically the last interview that I possibly will do for the year, the foreseeable future, while I go off and and be a grown-up and and look after another mini-human, which is a terrifying prospect. I am joined once again uh, by Aspen Faith. Welcome back to the show.
1: Hello, eating some uh, Cranberries.
0: That's, that's the ASMR uh, kicking in for Cranberries,
1: everyone. yeah. I've, to be fair, I've put the, the wee bag of it right next to the microphone, so it's, you're probably going to hear it rustling.
0: That's all right. It, it, it just it speaks to the to the SWM podcast that I'm not going to try and even hide that. It'll just be rustling away as, as we go on. Uh, as long as we get through the whole episode without my internet dying in the middle of it, I'll take that as a win. So it's all good. Uh right, first question for returning guests is, is one I asked you when we before we recorded. But how's it going?
1: My life, same, same, same answer you got before. Yeah, we recorded.
0: yeah. it's it's just it's just a case of just wading our way through at this point in life. It's much. Uh, yeah. So we've got loads of questions. That we've got like so many um, through the Twitter. We had about. I could have had about 20 questions in total between everyone. 20 replies anyway of varying oddness.
1: Oh. So what we should, I think what you should do is just... Did you say
0: you had notes? Uh, well, I say I had notes. Pretty much, I've got the cage match up and I've got what your most recent matches were since we last chat, which was all... Why don't, you do, why
1: don't you do a note and then a couple of questions and a note and a couple of questions okay, and then we'll just... We'll mix up a little there. bit.
0: Cool. All right, so we'll start with some, some bit more, well, I suppose, cliche when it comes to podcasting. Uh, so when we last chat, it was way back in episode something, which I didn't write down because, you know, that would be a handy note to have. Uh, it was been a while anyway. That's, that's pretty much the, the gist of it. I think it was around about this time last year. So there was no shows at that point. Uh, there was some, some, nothing at all. There was nothing at all. I mean, we were all just kind of waiting for stuff to happen, uh, actually went
1: and looked back this afternoon to make sure that I wasn't wearing the same clothes. <laughs> um, but I noticed that last time and, and this time you've put the lost boy. I've never been the lost boy. I'm always just lost boy. Twice uh, now you've done that.
0: Well, thankfully for this episode, I'm not just put, I'm not putting lost boy in at all. Uh, I've I've came with a nice witty title of uh, well, I think it would be nice. Because you know, faith, and that's, that's the thought process when it comes to the name titles give of me,
1: these uh, podcasts. Give me two seconds. I have a cat scratching at the door. First, I've been interrupted by cat.
0: Um, but no, I, I, I did have a wee look at the last episode as well because I, I I tried to rewatch them if I have time during the day, which I didn't today because today was just mental work wise. But uh, I made sure that I wasn't wearing the same thing also because that's just a bit weird. Uh, and I was going to wear a, an Aspen Faith t shirt available uh, online if you contact Aspen Faith. But I, I thought that, may, again, that may be a bit like super fanny and super funny. Yeah, that, that that works out. Yeah, that works fine. Uh you were yeah, so,
1: wearing you're wearing that from 50s your last time.
0: I know, but I, I think I've matured since since that last chat. Uh yeah. possibly. I'm thinking I don't want to be like like number one fan with the with the wee uh foam finger just going, Yeah. 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 That's what you are. I know, but like we don't don't say out loud. Uh so so since then, since uh the return I've got a dog near the door. That's this is animal related in general. Right, so since then, no shows happening since we asked that chat. That's where we're going with. Uh, since then, of course, you returned to the ring. i since then too many times. And what was it like just getting back out there when you are able to actually get back in front of a crowd? Were you just excited?
1: Were uh, you horrifying? <laughs> it was awful. Um, genuinely, it was awful. Uh, I think only just now. I'm kind of starting to feel okay again. Um, I went into lockdown <clears throat> the first time. I was 215 pounds. And then my first match back was with Ian Skinner. And I was 242. So it was... a uh, it was a harrowing experience carrying around that body weight, still trying to wrestle like I was a young buck. You know what I mean?
0: Um, but, which, you know, which is
1: which why I wrestle completely differently
0: now. I come in with Ian Skinner as well, who's like, yeah, be, very yeah. fast, very very energetic, and uh, I mean, it, it was uh, disco. Of course, this is back. Um, it was. I mean, I think I, wa- I watched it on on the YouTube. Um, yeah, it was. It was very very different Aspen Faith. It was more... He- it, it was heavyweight Aspen Faith. That's what, what yeah, it was. I've like,
1: basically just cut out as much running as I can. Um, and it's just strikes and power moves. I still don't mean so, though. but Certainly do. Yeah, it's just... Uh, no, it was horrible. It was honestly horrible. Um, I think now I'm starting to be more comfortable with it. Um, I'm kind of. Part of me is kind of glad that I got hurt at the end of the year. Um, not like I was going to be wrestling Mark Haskins, um, but I got hurt the day before. Uh, Nathan North did a suicide dive onto me and just landed knee on back of my hand and broke my hand. And it looked like I had two different people's hands for about a week because um, it was just so big, but I had to pull out of the Mark Haskins match, which I'm wrestling him next week, but I think I'm more prepared now for it because I've wrestled with, I've wrestled at this size now for like almost a year now, so I think if I did it then I might have just died in the ring.
0: So, so, was there a conscious decision to to kind of do that, or was it just that's what happened? You decided to to work with um,
1: it. Half and half. Uh, when we did the first lockdown, when we came out of it and gym started opening for a bit again, um, I was like, right, I'll get myself into like good shape for when shows come back because I was thinking like Discovery had announced the show for like, I think it was the July or something. I was like, right, that's when I'll be back. And obviously I wasn't back until the November of the next year. But uh, I'm in my head I was like, right, that's like three good months to just get in shape. I and mean, then everything closed down again. And I was like, fuck. I was like, right. all shows will be back by like end of the year. So I did, like, I did uh, Insanity for a bit. I lost loads of weight. And I was, like, emaciated, little, like, skinny boy. Because um, in my head, I was coming back just wearing trunks. Mm. Like, no no T-shirt or anything anymore. Um, And then everything shut down again. And there was no shows. And then I was just, like, at that point, I was just sick of life. So I just ate. Um, but I was eating, but I was like lifting at home and stuff. So by the time it came round, I'd put on like almost two stone, but it wasn't like all fat. Mm -hmm. So like... I've got bigger on my shoulders and my chest and all that. I've still got a belly on me, but I don't think I'll ever not have a belly to be fair. Um, But yeah, I was just, I got back to training and I was like, this is this is horrible because I'm not used to I'm trying to move the way that I used to. I'm trying to wrestle the way that I used to, but I'm having to carry an extra two stone and it was just it was the worst. Was there
0: anyone you kind of like discussed with? Because, of course, I've seen there's there's so many, a few wrestlers nowadays that have kind of bulked up and then adjusted accordingly, like Andy Wilde and uh, Demo as well, being another example. Yeah. Was, was there anyone you kind of sought the advice of to kind of just.
1: Um, right. Not specifically, like, there was people like after shows and stuff where it would be like, BT gun a couple of times and watched one of my matches, and he was like, You should be, uh, you know, wrestling more like this now because you're much bigger. Like, like I wrestled uh, Caleb at uh, Reckless. Um, obviously, Caleb's big, jacked guy, but like standing next to him, like, I'm a good bit taller than him, um, and I'm also heavier. So I looked, I looked huge next to him, but I was letting him like build me corner to corner across the ring, and because I was still in my head, I was still kings of catch, Aspen Faith, little doing flips and stuff. You know what I mean? So just people being—it was more people being like, "You should. You look. You're looking huge now. You need to start wrestling like a bigger guy." So, um. It wasn't really completely changing everything I'm doing. It was taking stuff away that I didn't really need to do anymore, um, and focusing more on like the the strikes and then like any of the power moves that I can do. So,
0: that's plus that's... I've, been
1: wa- I've been wanting to wear a singlet since uh, I've to wear a singlet since like 2013, and I can't get into though. No. Um, but now I'm big enough that I look good in a singlet, so I'm fine. <laughs> so no one cares anymore.
0: Uh, so it's one of those great weird weird things, yeah. If, if you're if you're skinny and you've got a singlet, it looks odd. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least, at least then, when when you bust out the, the moon salt, it makes it even more impressive that it's a yeah. guy that's bigger. But that's what I've been
1: saying to folk. Like, I want. They're like, how who like who do you want to like wrestle like sort of thing? And I, like, I've always wanted to wrestle like Chris Hero. Like, he's always been. um so now I'm in the mindset of, like, when Chris Hero got released and he put on all that weight, but he was still doing, like, cool flips every now and then. So that's the kind of thing. But then at the same time, I kind of just from when I was, like, 10, I, I fucking loved Hugh Morris. So, like, I kind of just want to be, like, a less problematic Hugh Morris. Um, just big guy, a singlet, moonsault.
0: Fair enough. Uh, and uh yeah, yeah, I was yeah. As soon as you said you, I was like, yeah, maybe not, maybe not the the outside no, stuff, but, but you know, a little well, yeah. bit, a little bit of huge erection every so often, just busting just, it out there.
1: No, I just, I just want to be single, big heavyweight single guy, dude. I mean? So I don't want to be like naked, sink facing trainees and shit. I, you know, I'm not going that far.
0: I, know, I think most of them got outlawed uh, in 2020, but you know, yeah. uh, that's another that's another story for another podcast. Uh, so so yeah so go back into the ring we'll we'll, we'll just we'll dive into some questions then we'll we'll do that we'll do do a story and then do do a question that seems to be the best way to to go about these things because there's so many and it's it's great I I, I think we did this chat before maybe we got like four questions or something like that because mm-hmm. I think we're still unsure of my style which is no style uh, right let's just go for a nice simple one uh, favorite Swift moment. So that's from Scotty Swift.
1: Favorite Swift moment? I don't know. Um, I see I've wrestled Scott loads, but Scotty. Gotta give kayfabe name Scotty, not Scott. Um, I've wrestled him loads, but like, I don't know. I don't think we've ha- ever had, like, a match that properly clicked. Like, there were a couple uh, we've had a couple of matches that I thought were good, but, like, and we've never had, like, like, a match that I just thought everything worked well, and I kind of want to, I do want to do that at some point, but I don't know if that will happen, because now we're both goodies. So, uh, like, I've wrestled, like, I've wrestled Crusher loads and Dynamite loads and that, and I've had matches with them that I felt like really worked. But I, I don't know something about just the styles that me and Scott wrestle. I don't think it, it, I don't think it always clicked in the ring. I think it could now because, like, I'm not an immature little chai. Um and I think I've. In-ring wise, I kind of I know what I'm doing now compared to then anyway. Um, Favourite Swift moment, though. Mm. It's hard. I'm try- Because all the stuff with me, me, and, me and Scott is just speaking absolute shite, which a lot of it I probably can't repeat on here. I mean, I probably could, but I don't know if... Hmm. I'll, I'll need to think about that.
0: So we might circle around, around yeah. that, that one towards the end. Um, remember,
1: oh, actually, well, I remember I gave Scott a black eye. Um, we it was me and Midas against him and Jay Lethal. Um, I don't know if you were there. I mean, I, that was before. That was before a year. Have you ever seen that match? No. Um,
0: I've I haven't not have I seen it. Have I have seen it? Because uh, because I think I had it on DVD. I have it on DVD somewhere maybe
1: so we the the finish was going to be there was some sort of distraction uh Myris gets a chain to me and I wrap it around my hand and I'm going to hit Scott with it one two it gets broken up or whatever and then yeah. I miss the swing on lethal and get done for the finish or whatever but I'd never hit anyone with a chain before I was like I can't be I'll be fine. I'd never hit anyone with a weapon, I don't think, at all that, at that point. So um I get the chain, I wrap it around my fist, and I just wham. Just just straight into like his his eye socket. And I was like, oh crap. But it's a bit it was a learning experience and I never did that to anyone again. But I just remember the next the next day at training or whatever, or the next the next training session we had, Scott just had this like black eye and I was like oh, Whoopsie! He told me to do it. So, Oh, yeah. So <laughs> was his, it was his idea. It was his idea for this. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah. well, speaking of matches that you've had, uh, I think I, I was you had one in Fraserburgh. I was there for I was there for that one.
1: That was the one. That was the first match after Midas left. because um, I was wearing all black. That that was one of the moments where so. <sighs> What I do is, uh, if I feel like I'm getting stale or something needs to change, I strip away everything and just start from start fresh. So when I first started, I had like tie dye flares and shit like that, and then I wanted to change it and make it more like a more serious sort of character. Um, so that's when I got black and white tights and I had the white boots and I just had long black and white tights. And then that evolved and I eventually went into like trunks and stuff and we went the Team Smash stuff and then he left. And then I just got a pair of plain black trunks, black knee pads, white boots. That's when I added the, the armband. The black armband that I wear, that's my uh, morning band for uh, Midas. Uh, that's that was that was the Joker. It was only meant to be for one match. It was meant to be like you know when you go to a funeral and you get like a black armband. It's like your your mourning band. That was my one for Midas. I've just kept it for ten years. But um, yeah, I got just all black, and then I just got the tights, the black tights with a white aspen on the back. So there's black and white, and that obviously went and evolved. And then when we started the Kings of Catch stuff. Uh, we got the black and white shorts. So again, I just stripped away all colour and stuff. It was just black and white. And then that kept going. And now that I've went a singlet, I got a black and white singlet just to start afresh again. And then the pink the pink and the singlet is the first time I've added something to it. But Every time I feel like I need to change something or it's just getting a bit stale or something, you know what I mean? It's like a different like stage in my wrestling. Uh, I just take away all colour and stuff and just make it black and white and just... Let
0: stuff evolve from there. Uh, we were really speaking about the singlet. Um, it, to go back to, it, we'll we'll get onto the triple threat properly at some point. I'm I'm very much sure of it. But uh, it was like um, when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out at WrestleMania this year, and he had his knee braces on, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, his, his knee brace, he's got his working knee braces on, uh, and I was so excited. It's like when I saw you just before, like before the show started, and I saw you were in pink, you had the pink like like flare to your to your gear. I was like, oh, yeah. we're in for for something. Well, I knew I was gonna be in for a good match anyway, but it was like something about that seeing the pink and black again. I was like Yeah. Oh, something something's happening. something I've got I've got
1: it. another I've got another set of gear that I'm not wore yet. I'm saving that for a special a special occasion if if it ever happens. But I've got it's a I've got a good it's another one that's like, Oh you know, when I walk out, it'll be a oh shit's going down. Mm-hmm. So I've got something but
0: I want to say what it is. <laughs> yeah. I know. Every time I go to... Well, I feel like I'll get to the main shows. Um, I'm hoping to get to Nations. Uh, but then after that, it's... Who knows? But yeah, it'll, it'll be a case of when you come out, I'll be like, oh, something different. Something different. Something different. And if it is, I'll be like, oh, no. Oh, no. Get the, get the old... Oh. Make sure I'm sat down. <laughs> just, just be careful. And... Uh, <sighs> just, yeah. So it's just she something just, about... Just, just take the baby with to shows. See... That is my plan. Um, Actually, to, that Fraserborough match,
1: that Fraserborough match with Scott you mentioned, mm-hmm. I got a complaint after the show, an email complaint. Oh, right, okay. Because a woman brought her baby to the show. And I was, me and Scott fought to the floor and I threw him into a wall. and Then I asked her if I could hit Scott with her baby. <laughs> um, and I thought that was hilarious. Um, but I got, WrestleZone got like an email, a complaint because I, suggested using their child as a weapon don't bring a newborn to our show if you don't want it involved
0: yeah now you've put me off the idea a little bit <laughs> oh, well. uh, but no uh, hopefully Nations and then of course which uh, is due the end of August So I'm like, uh, uh, Nations is scary, is scary enough as it is but uh, Vago keeps, keeps uh, pointing out Hall- that
1: Halloween's the- off the card but yeah Christmas maybe Christmas? Yeah, well, maybe
0: Christmas. Uh, yeah, Halloween well, Christmas,
1: is probably... That's for. just a wee, wee Christmas
0: treat for you, you know? I know, but it makes it worse, though, because your match of Halloween is going to be you and whoever the champion is. So, I'm like, oh, well, that'll be... If there's going to be one that you win the title at, of course there'll be one I can't go to. That's just, that just seems to be my kind of luck. Because um, I think there was a, a stat I had at one point that, that every time I went to a show you were on, you lost.
1: To be fair, I lose a lot. Yeah, but
0: I think the, only, the only time that changed... Was like um, when you won the Tri Counties. I think I was one of the first times that I actually saw you won a match.
1: I, I don't lose a lot. I don't win a lot. Um, I don't. Have I won? I think I've won once, maybe twice since I started back after the pandemic. We can, we can I check beat, I beat I beat uh, Stephen Miles.
0: Yep. Um, and Nathan North as well. There you go. I think that's it. Yeah, oh, and and I mean two and a half wins because you're a cool winner of the rumble as well. So you go rumble? Oh, that's a draw. That's a draw. Cool winner. I'm going to just put cool. Just, okay. just so it just so, a, so it's a rumble first. Want... Th- it's,
1: it's a rumble, th- it's a, it's a rumble th- okay. It. okay, fair yeah, enough.
0: That's it. I don't. I don't win. Um, but no, you've, you've had you've had a fair few matches since you came back. Then we'll we'll, we'll again do our match thing and then more questions. Um, but one of them. So you had your match with the in. DQ and then you match Aspen. Aspen. Um, he says that that was the one that you that you broke your hand.
1: Uh, Nathan North. Yeah, that was that was yeah. that one, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then you, they were down to Liverpool again for for TNT. So yes. two matches in, you're kind of readjusting to this this new weight and and everything. And you go down to TNT in an extreme division match. So I'm assuming there's there's it's a little bit more, a little bit more than than. Uh, uh, yeah, dropping that. There's probably a bit it more was...
1: weapon involved. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was tax. Uh, uh, I powerbombed a guy out of some VHS cassettes. Um, uh, I got my hand stuck in a VHS player and slapped him with it. Um, but yeah, I think that that was. That and then I don't know if it was this is on cage match because I don't think it ever went up. I did DOA for them in February as well, the tournament, death uh, match tournament.
0: It's not so, so yeah,
1: so were you, you finding with this new, new? I did, two ma- I did two, two matches, broke my hand, and then did three death matches, and then had another match again. <laughs> so it was, it made no sense try to get back it but to be fair I think those were were easier because I wasn't having to, like there's not really much running spots in a death match to be fair mm-hmm. um so yeah it, that that I got through them all easier um it was the death match with Rory coil which is that one things on there mm-hmm. and then doa was Cheers and tacks against H.T. Drake and then Taipei Deathmatch with Clint Margera.
0: You know, nice, nice easy nights. Oh, well, you'll say you don't have to run. But did you find that, that with that extra weight you, there's a bit more, when you're hitting tacks and that, was it Was it better? Was it worse? How did you um, find it? I've never
1: I've never found it a problem anyway. I've got quite a high threshold of pain. Um, the The tax are all right. I don't mind tax. Barbed wire is not great, but I'll deal with this. You yeah. um, the worst, the worst. No matter what you, what I've done, the worst is chairs every time. Um, which is why I tend not to take chair shots. I take like bumps onto open chairs and stuff because they mm-hmm. fold, and it's easier on me. Um, like I did the, I don't know why I keep doing it. I, the, I can chain of death the cup monster cans on the chairs. So I take a flare bump off the top through two chairs with that on it. That sucked. Um, but all the stuff in those matches, like the type A is obviously the reverse tape with broken glass on the fists. So that's, you know. You jab somewhere in the head. You're bleeding. It's not not much I can do with that. Um, the worst thing that I've taken since I came back was the chair shots from dynamite. By far.
0: Yeah that, that <sighs> was that was like
1: so like, uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> like forgetting k paper whatever. Right, like I've known Di- dynamite since uh, 2011, and like. I fucking love dynamite, but he can't throw a chair to save his fucking life. Uh, it was every single one of them killed me. Every single one. Um and then and then he hit Damien with like the back side of the chair. <laughs> but you're like not the flat seat side, mm-hmm. this sharp. So he hit Damien with the wrong side after he'd just killed me. And then what was it? He gave him like a DDT onto the chair or something, and like oh bust, his, yeah. bust his own elbow. So it's just that's genuine. So since I came back, I've had three three death matches, and the finish of Anarchy was worse than anything I did in those matches, by far.
0: But so, so it's still still a glutton for punishment. Um,
1: yeah, regardless. Uh, the best thing in those matches was the. The Nerf gun I made, I'd modified a Nerf gun to shoot bullets with tacks on the end of them. Um, I, took, I, I got them shot into my legs, you know, like Ace Ventura style. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's the kind of stuff I like. I'll be arsed with just this, like, everyone going in throwing light tubes and that. It does nothing for me. Um, like, the, the DOA tournament. Our match was chairs and tacks. So we only used chairs and tacks in like different creative kind of ways. But like some of the other matches was like whatever the stipulation was, barbed wire or I don't know. One of them was a home run derby match, which is just different kinds of baseball bats with stuff on them. It was like a baseball bat with tacks, a baseball bat with... Um, one had like barbed wire around it, one had you know, them little popper things you used to get at school, you would throw on the ground. Mm-hmm. And they'd yeah. go, pshh, they had them on it. But I think the first thing they did in the match was throw light tubes at each other. So I was just like, okay. Um, but that's, that's. I like death matches. I like hardcore matches, but that's not for me. Like, I don't see the merit in every death match on a show involving light tubes. hmm like if you've been got if you've got stimulation, use those weapons and then save the light tubes for like the final or something. Yeah, oh, that, that's that's how I see it anyway, but
0: yeah, like um, you approach you approach like a match two ways. One creative, so it's like you think right, I've got these two weapons. What can I do with those things? And then the side of it being logical, it's like because like, like you're saying, if if first match is whatever that attacks and, ta- attacks and tables, I'll we'll say, and then everyone just use light tubes. And the next match is the exact same thing. It's like.
1: There's no build to the final. No point.
0: Yeah.
1: If the final's going to have light tubes, cause I think the final had like light tubes around the ropes like that, mm. so if the, if the final's got light tubes around the ropes, what's the sense of me doing light tubes in the opening match? Now yeah. their match doesn't have... Now they can't have a moment of the match where the first light tube's used and it gets that big bang and everyone's like, oh shit, because everyone else has used light tubes every round, so... I don't know. That's just me. That's
0: right. no, one expensive. day, one
1: day, I will. I will do a deathmatch tournament in Scotland, and it will it will be quality. You'll be there, front row, goggles on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say definitely with the, with the whole. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll bring my own. will be fine.
1: They are my favorite people at deathmatch tournaments. The people that sit in the front row with like goggles and stuff on, just in case. That happens a lot. I like that.
0: I like that like they're prepared. That makes sense. Yeah, I I generally don't like being front row because I get a bit too close and I'm quite happy just to have like a barrier of people. Unfortunately for things like like if I'm going with Kyle and Kayleigh as they're front row people, so I'm like, ah oh, fuck I'm front row. Uh that's just happening. Um but but yeah, otherwise I'll just I like to have a barrier. So if something happens, I'm like fuck no, you're first. <laughs> you could you could die before I do. Yeah. Uh, so that I think that explains why it was funny because during the anarchy match. Fuck, we'll just get onto that now because we spoke about that much. But yeah, you, you, you were pushed into me, and my, my automatic reaction was just like, cover. Like I wasn't helping you. Yeah,
1: I, died. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at that point. I just I turned around and I got shoved, and then I was sitting on sitting on your lap for, for like half a second.
0: I know, I was, was like my my just it was just a I uh, got reaction of no, go away, don't don't worry on me, <laughs> back you go. Um, right, let's let's speak about like that. We'll go Rumble and then Anarchy. Okay. So we'll return Rumble mm. Anarchy. That makes most sense. So beforehand you were you were putting up uh, little teasing pictures on the Twitter of, of the venues uh when uh, when uh, rest of returned. Um which of Sorry, course I
1: started doing that before I even knew I was going back. I was just fucking with people. Uh, two people in <clears>
0: particular, <throat> I think uh were, were were getting a bit bit on edge about it. Uh,
1: yeah, I I mean uh, <laughs> it wasn't directed at anyone, but you were you know. You were taking the bait. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm half, I, I, half. I started putting them up. I put it up at, the first one. I did was the Halloween one. I think. Um, and I did I did it at the Halloween show, and then I did it at the Christmas one. And I done it. So, how many shows did they have?
0: Um, so we've had Halloween, uh, at Christmas,
1: Ellen, Right, yeah, yeah, and then no, that was after Summerhill. Because I'd already it? returned by Ellen. Yeah. So you, so you had, yeah. I there was business. another one. Maybe a tra- maybe one at the Academy or something. But I okay. just started, like, posting pictures of the venue just to, like, fuck with people. I hadn't even spoke to them about coming back at that point. Um, and then he just kept biting, so I just kept doing it.
0: Yeah, I, pretty, much, pretty much every show was like, when, when? when is he, is he, oh, something going to happen at the end of... Because initially we thought we were, you were going to come out at the end of Hijinx. Because, you know, between... Brad and, and Damon was the initial main event so I'm thinking oh you'll come out at the end of that, I'll be amazing and it didn't happen and of course yeah. you did it for chaos and I wasn't at chaos because I was the idiot that, that went to the show in Elkid instead and, and I thought I'll be the di- oh, again that'll be the time you'll come back because I want to be there yeah. and then yeah and oh Jesus, the, the reaction how how did you feel when the reaction happened? Of course you, you came out, lights went down, uh, well someone switched them off, uh, you came out dressed like you are now but with a yeah. towel over your head. So that wasn't a
1: towel. Come on, it wasn't a towel. Was that an R T t-shirt? No, it was a scarf. It was a head scarf. scarf. It's a big scarf. You know, I was trying to look like Alistair Black. All right. I, um, no, I just... Uh, I was like... The day before, I was like, what am I going to wear to make this, like... Because I, I didn't know I was getting the lights off until I got there. And I was like, so anyway, we can turn these lights off. We figured it out, but it wasn't very dark. But um I think it worked all right because the lights had been on all, all evening, so everyone's eyes hadn't adjusted, obviously. So it was it was fine. Um but I was just like, well, will i wear. I was like, fuck it. I mean, I'm gonna wear like the most Aspen Faith outfit in the world. I was just wearing black shorts, an Aspen Faith cuff t shirt and bright pink high tops it wasn't It wasn't subtle, but
0: no, no, the best thing about that though is is uh, well, ADM messaged me, uh, like when the footage went up because you were saying that it was you looked the most asked for faith, but everyone still waited for you to take like the well, the scarf off your head before they they went wild uh so yeah what, what was like in back what what was that reaction like for you? did you feel like it was like yes I'm, I'm, it's cool to be back what was just what was it like
1: um it was weird at first because I've never, I've never been a good guy at WrestleZone, ever. <laughs> like, uh, like before I, I had been saying to Scott, like, I don't think they're, I don't think folk are going to want to cheer me, because I've always been a bad guy at WrestleZone. And he was like, no, I'll be fine, it will be fine. Okay, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, once the lights, lights came up, and I took the, like, scarf off, there was a, a minute when I was like, folk are obviously like shouting or whatever, and I'm just like, this is weird. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I've been, the only time I've ever been a babyface was teaming with mm-hmm. That's it. Um, um, and I, th- I, I always just thought that was because people liked him, so they, cheered for me as well mm-hmm. so I was like this is uh, this is weird and then then I then I started like battering folk and that was when I was like this is cool like I like I like this is cool because I'm get I'm not just like it's, it's a weird thing like the difference between coming in and, like, jumping someone and battering someone and everyone's, like, calling your names and, like, you get that, like, buzz of, like, adrenaline because it's like, yeah, you fucking hate this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's a difference where, like, I'm just chopping people and stuff and folk are, like, losing their shit. I'm like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm still uh... not... It, it It wasn't until the rumble that I was like, okay, this will be fine. You know, like even going into the Rumble, I was still like Scott. I think, I think they're gonna go for Dynamite more than me. And he was like, it will be fine." But it wasn't until then that I was like, "Cause Rumble was weird." We we'll get on that in a second. Oh, you oh, keep
0: yeah. well. We we will get to that. Uh, but no, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. I think since since he'd been kind of away uh, and then then came back, um, the foundation had done a good enough job to be despised. Like there was no redeemable qualities about them that, that that made it all the more better. I was like, Damien was kinda of in this weird position where he was the he was he held the belt, came back, he was still holding the belt, and and I was I seemed to be thinking he was losing the belt whenever he was defending it at that point. Um so he was kinda of in that weird middle ground of
1: yeah, you're cool. Did but... you did you genuinely think that they were just gonna have him um, non storyline <laughs> lose a belt at a random shows? I don't, I, I don't get well. it. I don't, I don't get it as not as like a wrestler, but like as a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's Halloween hijinks, right? There's, it's the first show back, there's no build. Mm-hmm. It's just a, the first show back and he's against Brad who, again, there's no build to Bradwin the belt. Why would why would Damien lose that much?
0: See, but you say that, I, I had no reason to think why Chris Archer would beat Alan. I know it's not like it's not the, the top belt, but I had no reason yeah. to think that there was no build for that to happen either. And it did. So I was like... Yes. I suppose but, then... the,
1: but, but the issue is with that, right? the build with Damien's belt, mm-hmm. there wasn't much, but any of it was directed at Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Before lockdown as well, it was all dynamite. So how, why would Brad be winning? I can understand the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. I can understand why you might have thought it there, but not the other shows. Come on, come on, Billy.
0: Well, you know I've got a track record of being absolutely woeful at uh,
1: predictions for WrestleZone, so I'm, I'm pretty bad. Ma- I'm pretty bad as well. Okay. I lose. I lose any prediction game we do at WrestleMania. I just don't have a clue what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a part of uh, eat, sleep, suplex, Retweet, and they do their their sweeps every month for shows. I I don't even take part now. It's just embarrassing at this point. I'm just like, I don't know. I just let me watch the show in peace. I don't have to think about who's winning or losing. Just let me enjoy it. I do. I have all that stuff when I'm watching wrestles on, and uh, and I'm wrong. So it's yeah. just let me enjoy it. Um, yeah. So so you're back. Everyone's buzzing. The people were there was there were several people hitting the ring in excitement and and. Uh, Looked excited. I didn't seem to look excited in the footage, but I was just inside. Uh, and so we're on the road to the Regal Rumble. Then the Rumble arrived. Then so we'll go to the Rumble. And that was possibly one of the most nerve, one of the most nerve wracking hours or so of my life at that point because I was determined you were going to win, of course, because you know bias aside. Uh, and a bit I thought, Ah, oh, Zach might win. So one of these are gonna win. I don't know who though, and I'm obviously best of both yeah. worlds. But so you said that Rumble was when you 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 thought, yeah, okay, people people really like me.
1: That was well after after the Rumble, um, like when I'd watched it back because see, so going into the Rumble, um, it was fine. Just as uh, just as like the countdown's going for my music to play, so we're getting like 10, 9, whatever, and um, I just start seeing stars. <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm standing at the curtain, and I see start seeing stars, and I just put my hand on like Tucker's shoulder, and I'm like, Tucker, I'm seeing stars, I don't know if this is okay. And he's like, you'll be fine. And I went out, and then if you whenever you get a chance to see it back, right? I'll do something and then I'll go sit in a corner. And I'll get up to do my next thing and I'll go sit in a corner. Because every time I stood up, I got a head rush. So I was standing up, getting a head rush, doing whatever the thing was and then going and lying down for a bit till the head rush went away and then getting up again. And it was like that until, until the match was over. And then for like an hour I sat in the hotel room upstairs for like an hour before like I stopped feeling dizzy and then I left the venue So
0: was so that just due to, uh, was that a nerves thing or just a,
1: a... I don't know, I uh, don't like, I've never, I don't really like, I'm quite chilled out anyway, but like I don't really get like super hyped about matches or anything, but I don't know if it was just a combination of like It's the first, it's actually the first match I've had back because I didn't have a match at Summerhill. And then I was winning. I was winning with Dynamite, who'd like been one of my best mates since 11 years ago. Like, um, Like me and him have been planning this feud for a decade, right? We've been like, you know, just mates hanging out and just talking about, oh, this would be a cool idea if we ever did this or whatever. So like that, and then going out and like, the obviously like the, the, the baby face reaction that I got, and like the crowd were super buying me, and like obviously there was like people chatting my name and stuff. So I was just like, I think it was just a complete like, like, uh, what's it called? Like adrenaline like overdose sort of thing. And I was just like, fucking, oh fuck, this is weird. And then, Tucker pushed me through the curtain. <laughs> and I went through, and then, yeah, if you ever watch it back, I st- I'll, I'll go in, I'll do like, I don't know, the bit with dynamite, he goes off, black hole slam, and then I'll just go lie down for a bit. While I'm trying not to be spaced out. And then I get back up again. And as soon as I stand up, I get a head rush again, like I stood up too quick off the sofa or something. So that was that was really weird. And you actually see after I do the first bit, when I, so I come in, and I do the bit where Ryan where he throws me over, and then Kyle pushed me back in, and then I chopped Ronan, and then I went and I, I did a couple of stomps on someone, and then I sat in the corner, and then I, I shouted Denzel over, and I was like Denzel. I can't see properly. <laughs> he was like, you just stay there. And then he kept coming and checking on me when I went to sitting corners. So yeah, that was, it was scary. But afterwards, because I'd like, I was like, obviously all fucking just dizzy and whatever. I, I, I wasn't really sure how it went. And then I watched it back the next day. And then Scott messaged me. Um, and he basically was like, uh, like, like told you so sort of thing on like how the crowd would take to me and you, you know so I, I, that was the point where I was like okay this this will be fine like this is okay, but that night was e- equal measures weird and just fucking terrifying at times. Um, definitely not for a physical. I, standpoint, I, I definitely tombstones definitely dynamite <laughs> while not being able to see.
0: Skill, see man, man of 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 uh tremendous talent. I. Oh. Uh, Able to do that. Um. Well. we'll right, I'll get to the Kyle, Kyle. of it all. So he he said that it was just you shouted at him and then that was it. it. He he helped. Uh, yes. was, was there any point afterwards that you were told, don't do that again because it will encourage people to do it? Because uh,
1: it No. Uh, I just said to I just said to the, the, the guys before I went, late like in the afternoon. Um. We're planning bits of the match or whatever and I was like right just so you know when I come in I'm gonna charge Ryan he's gonna sidestep me I'll be hanging out in the ring like Shawn Michael style one foot on the floor and I'm going to shout at I I, I assumed that you two would be sitting next to each other mm. so I was like I'm going to shout at Billy and Kyle to push me back in the ring and they were like what if they don't and I was like don't be stupid <laughs> uh do right like, don't don't be so stupid of course they will. They never told me not to do it again. They never said not to do it. They were, they were their concern was just if what what happens if they don't and you look like an idiot because no one saved you. I was like, well, I'm sure they will.
0: Sorry, my my counterpoint. Well, we apparently we arrived late. We didn't. We were in the queue at the right time. Just there was no seats in that particular corner, and I took Jonathan's seat, and he was fucking furious because he came over to sit where we were sitting, and just oh, excuse his face raging. Uh, and I was, I had, to, I just said, uh, was like, uh, "Oh, what if he asked you?" And I, I would have fucked that up. I could have guaranteed you that I would have got, I would have went like, pulled your leg the other way, and absolutely ruined it, and it would have spoilt the whole thing. So i was glad that I wasn't really given any responsibility yeah. uh, for it. But... No,
1: I just said like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout at them to get me back in the ring because that's a pop. <laughs> 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 and they're like, well. You, you, what
0: if they don't I was like, just don't be so stupid come yeah. on uh, yeah so that that happened and then that was my first heart yeah. attack of that match because because yeah. uh, oh, the things I shouted at Dennis uh, throughout that match was, was uh, I've seen at times uh, I was Kelly did kind of look at me thinking I don't know what I've married because I've never seen this person before as I was just belting things up at folk but um, no, I appreciate the uh, the road dog uh, method of do something and then go back into the corner and just. I
1: mean, that wasn't intentional. Like, I wouldn't have been doing that if I could see, but I was start. I had stars and I was like seeing spots, and <laughs> every time I stood up, so like, I need to go sit there again.
0: So, so you had that. We got we got towards that. Right, the whole the whole finish, the original finish uh, that, that, that before the match got restarted. Um, I had a bone to pick with with uh, Zach and Dennis about this, but this is a, a whole other thing. So, was that another point where you, you said afterwards you realised everyone got it? But was that was that the moment where when you were thrown out and everyone reacted um,
1: did that also? When when I threw dynamite out and there was the initial like pop for me, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get this. This is this is working. Um, and then obviously when the crowd were giving him shit because he just cheated me. I was like okay so they, they fucking, they hate him and they like me that's fine, this, this will be fine. Um, yeah, that was probably and then when Len restarted it uh, I added in a little bit bit there with Len just for like you know, smart march, you know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, nerd. Right,
1: right in front of you, you know? Right. Of course. Like, uh, so obviously me and Len Feuded for ages and never been on good terms. So that's why I was like, Len, we're going to shake hands before I go back in the ring. I was like, okay, if you want. So that's all that was. That was just me being like, Len's restarted it. Because there was a bit obviously when I'm going to leave, because I'm lost, and he's like, no, not this way. It's like, we're just going to have that. That, uh, like, John Moxley, William Regal thing, you know, where, like, they feuded for ages, but there's, like, a respect even if they don't like each other. That's what I wanted it to be. So me and Len did we handshake. And if you, again, if you watch the footage back, we're standing over beside, like, this stage. And I, as, as like, Mar- who was the ring announcing? Mikey. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So as he's, like, explaining the match is getting restarted, I go, Len, go over there. And I push him over in front of you. And then I walk over and I go like
0: that. And <laughs> I, I appreciate. It. I, I like. I like the that. Was, that motion. was
1: for me and for like three people in the crowd, but I liked it. <laughs> and then, of
0: course, the match restarted, and then yeah. I had my possibly fifth heart attack that night uh, when when you're on the apron and then you did oh. the slip again because I think I think I had an out of body experience at that point when you did it
1: because.
0: I saw Kyle look at me as well when it happened.
1: Yeah, they because... all—they all again. I've watched it back, and they all look at you. <laughs> Everyone looks at you.
0: I wasn't ready. I just—I was like, "Oh god!" I was—I was sweating. Well, that's, that was, was another just...
1: bit where I was like, "Right." As I'm walking up here to get your dynamite, I'm just going to slip off the apron. And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I just need to do it." So I had to get it. So it's like, I need to get every moment where it looks like I'm fucked. You know, so... Well, it's the thing as well. So, like, I like doing, like, callbacks and stuff to shit. Mm -hmm. So... First Rumble I was in, um, I was in for a little bit and then Crusher destroyed me. Um, So there was a bit in this Rumble where... I'd been in for a little bit and then like I turn up around and Crusher's there and I'm like, oh crap, and then he gets on me. Um, Second Rumble was in. um, I slid in, charged Scott and he threw me straight out. So that was the Ryan Ryan bit. And then the next one, well, the next one I got jumped by Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutton-Grado for some reason and got whatever. Um, The one after that was the one where I slipped out. So I got the slip in. I just recreated all my rumbles eliminations until
0: with, I won. With the one that you got jumped, that was uh, Len was in it, and you and you jumped Len before he entered, wasn't it? So I suppose no, no,
1: no th- that was the year after, right? Because um, okay. I'd already I'd already been eliminated, <sighs> and Len came back out and I beat him up and took his belt that year. Len had came out to do like a promo. Uh... I don't know what the problem was for. I came out and I I challenged him to a match at Anarchy and then knocked him out. Right. But yeah, I got basically all my Rumble eliminations. I just recreated every one of them in that Rumble until I won at the end. Don't know what I'm going to do next year's Rumble.
0: you have to win it outright, I suppose. That's kind of the only way you can top it. Yeah. I mean, mean, you'd have to be, unless you're the champion at that point. Landing at the same time was fucking stressful. (laughs) I was. I did speak to Zach free. about it. Uh, as I spoke to Zach, and he pretty much just went, "No, nah, it was luck." He kind of oh, yeah. guess because he was shorter, so he had. That to... wasn't.
1: The, did he? Did he tell you that that wasn't the original finish?
0: He didn't. No,
1: but he well, might have. It, it, it was the original finish. But they wanted us to both land at the same time twice, and me and Dynamite were like guys <laughs> maybe once i don't know how we're going to time it because i'm like a foot taller than him and my i would have to jump he'd have to go or i'd ha- he'd have to go slightly before me mm-hmm. because he's shorter but then i'm also heavier so maybe i would go down faster and i was like oh, I'm stressful so I, we, if we'd have had to do that twice like do it once and then restart it and then do it again but that was pure luck there was no because we ended up just being like we're just gonna have to fucking just do it and for the best and it was it was pretty spot on to be fair like I think I do think I might have landed slightly before him
0: I, I think he did as well because there was a child behind Dennis that pointed at you saying that he landed first and Yeah, everything.
1: I think I think but I think I really, I, you would have to really like slow the footage down to see it, but I think I might have landed slightly before him. But because we were on opposite sides of the ring and it was just a little bit, I think it worked out fine.
0: Oh, yeah. It it, it did. Yeah, that, that whole night was just uh, incredible. Just, I mean, the whole show was really great and it was weird because obviously uh, folk were taking it because of COVID. Scotty was out because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it was just a strange night overall that, uh, and, I was like, yeah, and, and well you were you were obviously seeing stars and blind at the end of during and at the end of it as well, yeah. um, and we were we were properly on the road. I'm actually getting goosebumps just thinking about it again because it was such a weird night. Um, it, it, I mean, I, I get emotional at shows anyway. I don't. My face doesn't usually show up. This is one of the few times that I was like properly outwardly shouting and just going wild at a show. And yeah. there it, it was well, such you're a... you're
1: like. Opposite hard cam on the footage as well. Oh, great. <laughs> um, or, or you know, you're is it hard cam? You know, no, the hard cam must have been on the stage. I think hard cam's on the stage, but the the ringside camera was like just on this sides of the ring, mm. the opposite side from the hard cam. So you're on camera the whole time, like leaning over people doing like this and stuff. <laughs>
0: Probably not to swear that was kind of my, my whole game of it the like, best thing is when I
1: slip though, and then you just like slowly like sink into your body <laughs> <all>. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah 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 that was I was oh I was I'm still I, I think I'm over it but then when we speak about it again it's like I, I'm not I wasn't I'm still not kind of over it I'm gonna have to gonna have to get a hold of the, the old DVD and, and watch it back just to yeah. get closure on it um, I'll, I mean, say, I I'll, say, I'll
1: send you. I'll send you the, just that clip, just to just so you can see every everyone on this side of the ring slowly turn their head towards you, and then you just like, you just like shrivel up. You're know, like someone's poured like salt onto a slug. You just like, shh. yeah. It was it was it was emotional, it was an emotional. Night. I don't even know if you saw me look at you after I slipped either because you were already like.
0: I I don't think I, I did, slipped, and
1: then I looked over at you and I went, that was close.
0: No, I, I didn't. I didn't see that. Kyle did tell me that you you looked over at me, but at that point, I was I was probably yeah. head and hands just uh, praying. I was like I'm I'm I don't know why, like I don't know why I find it so. It's wrestling, though. Everyone does, but they're, they're not even the voice. No voice in the back of my head going. You know what's the real, like my dad's voice. No, but was, that's the whole point, dog. isn't
1: it? You want you go, Well, you want to get invested in it. Oh yeah, I I do. I like. I've been doing this eleven years. I I think I know what's real and what's not, but I, I know. still like. You know, I still watch stuff, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Ah,
0: uh, you still yeah. still get to enjoy it. That's 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 a nice way. Uh, anyway, right? Question: Running King, how privileged were you to get? Hang on, how privileged were you? Spelled that wrong. How privileged were you to get to touch Running King's chest?
1: That was a good job. I'll say that. Like that was a good job. I gave him there. Um, he'd been giving me shit on Twitter for about two weeks. so... Just, I'm thinking that was two weeks of a worth of a
0: job. Possibly. Yeah. That's that, that seemed fair. Uh what you what are you thinking of these newer guys that are coming? So of course when you came back, um Evan and Ronan are now on shows and um guys like Connor's now properly doing well as well. So when you've seen all these younger lads come through, was
1: Connor? I don't think Connor was on shows
0: when I left. Um last Matt Well Lux. Was the Anarchy of the Beach Leisure Centre? Was that your last show before you came back? Beach match, yeah. So, yeah, he hadn't had a he had a match at a Proving Grounds, I think, and then he interfered in Crusher's match that night.
1: Yeah, so i would not seen it. anything. there. Yeah. Um, I to be honest, I've not seen a lot of stuff other than the stuff that like the shows have been on, if I've been able to like get we watch or whatever, or like if I've done a seminar. Um, but the seminars that I did was like it was still under there was restrictions and stuff so there was no contact or anything but like the bits that I've seen like, I think Roland's really good um. uh Connor Connor's really good as well. I don't know how I' have say it's just a way to start being singles I guess since crusher's gone but um so that'll be interesting um Evan Young. The only match I've seen of his was his match at Anarchy. Um, I think there's, there's some a lot of potential there, um, but I think for me, like out of the ones that out of like the group of them that I've seen, like Ronan to me has got like the biggest upside. Anyway, um, he's the uh, what I think is like. He's got the like the confidence that I had when I was just starting as well. He's in much better shape than I was. He's much better shape than I am now. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know. There's something about, um, obviously, I came straight in as a, as a heel. Um, whereas, like, a lot of these guys are coming in as baby faces and then, you know, they'll be in with like the more experienced heels and the heel will be helping them through the match and stuff. Whereas Ronan's going in as a heel, which is a much more difficult thing when you're starting, but he's doing really well with it. Um, so I think from what I've seen anyway, I think he's probably got the, the biggest sort of upside to him anyway.
0: Yeah, he's certainly... Omar,
1: Omar's all right as well, I oh, guess.
0: I love Omar. I think he's, he's all right. Amazing. He's okay. He does have a question, which is great. Segues all over the place, but uh, yeah. So, uh, Ronan, yeah, he's he's, he's using social media well as well, which is something that's probably really important nowadays. Um, yeah. I mean, as well as the wrestling itself. But yeah, he's he's fully committed to the the king Kingness of it all, and yeah, he's he's certainly because that was that was one thing. Obviously, I was excited for the Rumble. anyway. It's a rumble, and of course, I was. I was thinking you are going to win. Uh, but the fact that he was goading you, I was like, oh, this will be fun when it happens, when, yeah. you, when you get in the ring. And that's like in our moment that was built up, like just on a, like a side quest of Ronan
1: getting smacked fuck. Uh, at some was point. The thing, like, I turned I turned up and I was like, I, s- I turned up and he's there. And I was like, look, give me shit on mine. When I come in, once I've done my, my thing with Ryan, just start giving me shit, I'm going to give you one chop, bump it, and then roll away. And he was, it's one of those things where I i was—I would have been the same, like, at the time, where it's like, all I did was go in, give him one chop, and his, like, chest was bleeding, and then afterwards he was like, thank you so much, blah, 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 and I'm like, yeah, you're thanking me for just destroying your chest, but you're welcome.
0: You want other? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of Omar, uh, back on, on the moments, he's put favourite Omar Mohammed moment. Um,
1: Omar. I don't know where I begin with Omar. I'm going to video call Omar right now. I think,
0: think you, might, you might set the record for most appearances on the podcast if he, if he answers.
1: He says he was active 20 minutes ago. Come on, Omar.
0: Well let's side down.
1: That's the same. Fuck's sake, what oh, scumbag. Um, Sorry. Omar, worst person. So what was his other question? Because you asked to.
0: Oh, I put what is merch?
1: Uh okay. Right. Uh, so Omar. Omar is one of those guys that's oh, he he he's constantly trying to like get feedback and he wants to learn and whatever. So he messaged me quite a lot. We were talking for a while about merch, what kind of merch he should get. I'm trying to get him to get. So he, he comes out with shades. I'm trying to get him to get shades with like Omar Muhammad on the side or Sensation or something. Um, but we're talking about merch, whatever. And then the next day. It was, says he's active now. The next day, um, I got a message through and he's printed off like eight by tens of himself. Like the photos, I, I you know, like the sexy pictures of him when he's like looking off the side and stuff. Um, that was me, I took them. Um, so he's printed them off and he sent me a photo of them and he went, would this be classed as merch? And I was like, what, what do you mean? Are you selling them, and he's like, yeah. it's like well, well yeah, I just I don't know what you're saying to me, and he just <laughs> seemed very confused. And I don't know why, um I'm calling him again, because it said he's online, but yeah he uh he uh yeah, he asked me if eight by tens were classes were okay, yeah, Hello. You're on the Billy tracking podcast uh, I was again. Just telling... Oh look, he's at the unit. He's at training. I'm at the unit. He's at training. Yeah. Um, I'm at training. So I've just been uh, informing Billy about your concerns over where, whether eight by tens were classes merch or not. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, do you want to explain yourself to Billy? I don't know if he can hear you very
0: well. I can but... hear you. I can hear you fine.
1: So you want uh, to explain yourself?
0: I'll shut. I'll shut the door. I regret now. Um, I I thought that because eight by
1: tens were just sort of pictures, they didn't really count as merch. <laughs> I thought the t-shirts and everything was merch. <laughs> that, yeah. And I had to let him know that if you're selling something with your face on it or your name on it, that would be merchandise. Yes. I
0: mean, he had lots of, of uh, merchandise at, at uh, Anarchy. I
1: know, plenty. I know. So yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was what I, I just thought I would let let you explain yourself there. Uh, what a, what a fun conversation that was! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you get back to training then. Yeah, uh, we're running through some drills. They're death. They're just death. Oh, so I've just saved you from some drills. No, we're, we're doing the one that uh, Dynamite did at FCW. Oh, okay. So, yeah, everyone's going to die. Okay, I will yeah. let you die then. Goodbye. Okay. So there's Omar. Here we go.
0: Um, Bonus Omar. That's weird. Now Night, Night Omar's appeared in an episode of his own, two episodes of his own. He's cameoed in, a, uh, in one for FPWA. He's cameoed in this one, and he cameoed in the, the Arbjarniky road trip wanted as well Thank by you. taking my phone so well, all over the, the place. king of the podcast yes the mvp of the podcast uh so that's that out the way we'll get on to anarchy itself then so of course you've you you have the rumbles finished you're just about alive you can see again yep. and you've watched the back and you think right everyone's all in on this we've got the mega good guy uh, in yourself we've got the mega bad guy in zach we've got damien the champion um who's kind of floating uh, just floating in between, uh, yep. being being good and bad. He said he said the finish was the, well. The chair shots was the worst thing, but in general, how did you find going into the match? And were you able to see for one? And, oh, that was
1: fine. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. Um, that the that venue's hot as it is, but like it was hot that night. Um, I don't even know, I don't know why, it must have just been like a, quite a mild night or something, but then the hotel was fully booked out, so every room was taken, so I feel like there might have been folk underneath, in rooms with like heating on, that the heating was coming up, because the heating wasn't on in the room, in the venue, but it was, it was ridiculously hot. Oh yeah. Um, I think I was in the match like two minutes and my hair was dry. My hair my hair was soaking wet when I went out. It was dry within like two, three minutes. It was I was that was horrible. Um which I was kind of glad that I just got to lie on my belly for like the ba- last two and a half, three minutes of that match while they did their, they did their cool little moves and stuff and I just lay there. I could honestly could have fallen asleep right there then because I was just gone. Um but like the match was fine. Um, I didn't do like a tremendous amount, but uh, it wasn't about me. It was about Dynamite winning the belt and about Damien losing the belt. So it was their match. I was just a bit of dressing. I was mayonnaise on the side or something. There
0: was there was one bit though that like again uh, heart and mouth kind of scare was uh, when they uh, the turnbuckle got exposed and he got whipped onto it. Uh, and yeah. you got pulled off the second rope and then landed on it and then there, there was a little bit of a silence um, How was that? <laughs> fine
1: uh, I've taken that bump like double digits about a amount of times uh, It was fine It's just it looks fucking horrible So it's yeah. a good It's a good moment of like put the good guy in peril because he's just absolutely died um my my heart and mouth moment was when dynamite almost fell out of the ring when i was giving him a gorilla press oh yeah and i had to like fully like cesaro him up <laughs> that was yeah i think he just had way too much energy and he just went Phew! But i managed to like get him there and so that was that was my heart in the mouth moment because I was like, oh shit, I'm about to drop him out of the onto the floor and I'm just gonna have to win the belt. Oh
0: no. That would be terrible. Uh but I think well speaking to Zach, obviously this this episode will be out. That episode will be out before this one is, obviously. Uh but yeah, he was he was saying that the, the only bit that he was like, oh shit about was um, I think he had a drop kick on him quite early on and it he just wasn't I don't know if he wasn't ready for it, but
1: oh, the one on the one to the outside.
0: Yeah, you got him. You got him flush.
1: Uh, really, really hard with it. Yeah, and he flew and he flew up the aisle and like almost took out some kids and stuff as well. Sorry.
0: So, so I, I, I did ask him if that was that was reason why he put a little bit extra, uh, welly into the into the chair shots. But no, it just sounds like he's just terrible with chairs then. I yeah, it, wasn't,
1: it was it was. It was, I enjoyed the match. It was quite, it was intense. Um, like, me and Dynamite are always quite, sorry, I don't know why, I think my hey fever my I keeps tripping. Um, Dynamite and me always, like, were quite, we yeah, hit each other quite hard. and It gets quite intense. So, if it ends up being me and him at Halloween, that could be quite a, it could be, it can be quite a strong, a strong style match, mm-hmm. um, but no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Um, as I say, it wasn't. It wasn't about me. It was about them too. So I was just happy to be like, "You guys do what you want." It's about him winning the belt. How do you want to win this belt? And I'll, I'm just here to, bits. Yeah,
0: and just to, to die in the corner. Um, this, yeah. Again, uh, I've I've said it enough in other podcasts that that I I really I love that match. I I think I, I was, it was Scotty I was speaking to about the match itself, and I was saying it was probably one of my favourites, if not maybe top three ever in WrestleZone that I've seen.
1: Yeah, um, Scott Scotty messaged messaged us the next. I think it was the next day. No, it wasn't even. The, it wasn't that. He it was when he came. We got back to the crowd. I'm thinking of Rumble because Rumble he wasn't there obviously, so he watched it back. Um. But once we got back through the curtain, Scott was like the first thing he said to me. He was like, best match ever happened in this venue. And I was like, okay. Because yeah, I because uh, I'd at that point been lying in the ring for almost 15 minutes because folk were not leaving the fucking room.
0: Yeah. There's what, uh, I mean, some people left as soon as Dynamite won because uh, they were disgusted. At the, at the there's, a cra-
1: there's a cracking video of a kid getting up. And like angrily, like squeezing the back of a chair, and then giving dynamite two fingers. Perfect. But I'm lying in the ring, and like, like Martin's telling people to leave because they need to check on me or whatever, mm. and people are just sitting like this. It's like nothing else is happening. The show's over. Like William Sterling is out taking the ring down while I'm still lying in it because we need to go. Please leave, and I'm just lying there. Tell me when they're gone so i can leave nope they're still here and then i'm being like checked on or whatever and then someone came up and put a fucking red bull in my hand while I'm, I'm dead and unconscious see if i was see if like see if i was actually hurt see if this was like a like a crusher at, at the ballroom mm-hmm. And I was lying in the ring waiting for like a paramedic to come and some fan just walked up and put a, a red bull in my hand while I'm dying. What were they thinking? <laughs> I don't I don't get I don't get people.
0: Fine, they're all horrible. Uh, I mean, I that was probably one of the few I didn't hang about with, uh, hang about for ages because I wanted to go home and see Eurovision. I, I wasn't, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to really see the show, and then I thought, right, this must be the natural end. I I need to go home and see Eurovision. Rasmus, then. Rasmus. I know, and I, I, I mean, I got in literally for the last three uh, uh public votes, so I missed all of it anyway. I came in just the time to see us lose, so it was a good night all around for me there. That was uh shouting at every arsehole on the on the road that was slowing me down going I want to get in I want to go home um eat my pizza while it's still hot so yeah so that was that's pretty much the end of, of the wrestling your wrestling up until that point we really kind of skipped over quite a few things like um but we'll go we'll go back to your your no count out no time limit match then disco uh with with Brad that when I was getting the results seemed to span the whole night.
1: It was two segments, so we. It was originally. I don't know if is this going to ever happen. Fuck it. It was originally maybe me and Doug Williams. Um. Yeah. Right. Because uh, uh, it was maybe like the the raffle gimmick, so you know it's mm-hmm. random person, random person. Third one's the stipulation or whatever. Um, so it was going to be me and Doug Williams in like a submission match or something. Um, it's like a like a rematch from the last time we did it at Discovery because um, it's been like fucking it's been like five years or something since then, which is mental. But um, so he got hurt like a week before the show or something, and they're like. We don't know who to put you in against. And they're like, just give us a list of people and we'll pick someone. We'll get someone for you. And I just went, I've, I, I've got the message somewhere. I just went, give me Bruiser Brad. And that was it. Uh, so they, they gave me Bruiser Brad and then we turned up and we don't have a stipulation because everybody has to have a simulation. So we're trying to figure it out. And they're like, oh, well, you could do, um, let's do no count out. Like, because they didn't want to do like a hardcore match or something, which I was trying. I tried to get a dog collar match, and because Brad's got his chain, and um, there's an Asda around the corner from the venue, I could have got some dog collars, but they were like, Right, we'll do no count now. okay. Um, but then I was like, It's, it's not going to be anything special if we just have a match with no count out because if we just we can brawl a bit but it's not making it any different than most like other matches nowadays so that's why I was just like right what if how long have we got for this match you know, like 15 what if we go 10 then we just go backstage and then you do two more matches and then we come out and do five okay so that's what we did It's alright it was actually I, see if I can do every match like that That'd be the best. You do like 10 minutes, go backstage, get your breath back, have a drink of water, go over the rest of the match so you don't forget it and then go back out and finish the match. Brilliant. Easiest drink- match ever. Um,
0: so you said drink of water. I remember, remember rightly when we last spoke that you are kind of weeding yourself off the
1: monster or I Uh, I, I was cutting down on it because I was drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. I've got a monster right here. So. Right. There. Uh but, So, uh, I don't know, like, I'm trying to just have one, one a day, compared to like three or four, six. So I'm having, I'm trying to have one. That's the only one I've had today.
0: Okay. Um, I, 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 was during the the road trip episode. I, I was in Asda and I got the gold one. The uh, pineapple. pineapple, pineapple. Really nice. And. Yeah, I made made a joke in the in the video saying that it was it was uh, for you because you're going to win the title tonight and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, "That's still this is a bloody good purchase in the in the meal deal." It was, it was lovely. Yeah. Um Speaking of that, Westy's got a question. Okay. Um, how many cans of Monster do you usually can to get through a double duty of wrestling events?
1: So, double duty, as in like if I've got two matches in one night. Or as in, like, two two shows in a weekend? What, what does that I,
0: mean? I would say, I would maybe, uh, you're, not, you're not often do two shows a day, but just, yeah, I would say two a week. If you've got a run of shows that weekend, I suppose, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that.
1: Um, not much, to be honest. What I'll probably do is, so I've got a show tomorrow. So I'll probably, I'll probably have one on the way to the show. Put another one in my case, and then about ten minutes before my match, I'll drink half the can, and then I'll down the rest of it just before I go through the curtain. And then that'll be me, unless I can I can, unless it's one of those days where I go out and I have a match, and then a fan's brought me an energy drink because that happens more than it should. Um, and then I'll have another one after my match. But normally I just drink it before I go out. So that, I don't know. It's stupid, because I'm probably yeah, more blown up because of it, because I've got all the carbonation in me and stuff. But I don't know, that's just yeah. what I do.
0: I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to stay off it, because, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is now. If I have one, my heart starts
1: to... I'm thinking to now, spill. I think, at the Anarchy match, like, just before we went out, so I'd had, a, I'd had a monster, I think Dynamite had a monster as well, he'd had like 2-3 coffees, but before we went out we both had a shot, like a little pre-workout shot before we went to the ring, so that's probably why we were both like, launching each other about and shit. Uh, yeah, that's probably why, I've just thought about that. <laughs>
0: uh, but no, I'm quite liking the LucasAid D1 now, LucasAid uh, Energy, like just a can, it's really nice, and uh, boost Juice yeah. as well. I just fight. I like it. It's still carbonated oh, only... but It doesn't make me want to die. <laughs>
1: no, I, the only ones I drink are the Monster Zeros. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else seems to give me like bad heartburn now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have Monster Zero. Either the white or the red or the black or the lime green one. Sometimes for a treat, I'll have a full fat Red Bull. Just uh, for a treat.
0: I like the well. The sugar. This is this is such a uh, this is super tangent of of proportions. But um, if if I get the Tesco meal deal, I always get the big sugar-free Red Bull because you know
1: I, I can't I can have a sugar-free Red Bull.
0: See, part of me. I I like it, but at the same time, I only have it because the meal deal's three pound and that sugar-free Iron Brew one ninety nine. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the most of my three pound here and just just get as much as I
1: can. Yeah. For, for that amount, I like the. I don't like the sugar-free Red Bull. I like the zero-calorie Red Bull. All
0: right, it's the darker
1: it, blue. The it? gray, is no other. So the darker, the dark blue is just the, the full-fat one. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we say full-fat because it's not fat, it's sugar, it's carbs. Anyway, full-fat Red Bull. Then the light blue one is the sugar-free. And then the zero-calorie one is the same design as the, the other two, but it's like, Instead of blue, it's like a charcoal gray. Right. Okay. That was oh, nice. I, I thought I it was like a really one.
0: dark blue, and I, I might be
1: slightly. Um, a charcoal. It's like a charcoal gray. I'm very particular about colors because I'm colorblind, and I worked in a formal wear shop, so I know all the, the French navy. That's a good color.
0: <laughs> I, I, I like it. Is there a particular brand of pink that you use then for for most of
1: your gear when you do have the pink? Is there a name for uh, it? I just, I kind of, the one that I've got for my new gear is way, way too bright. Um, I normally get, uh, I'll ask for more like a like a fuchsia or like a hot pink, um, but this one was like, it's like fucking, it's like if you went to a rave and you're know, neon. Like neon fucking pink, and it, because I'm colorblind so i had all these lists of the different materials and stuff and i was like i don't know which one because a lot of them look the same Mm -hmm. but they didn't have in stock the one that i would normally get so i don't know which one to get um so i sent them to debbie and went which pink looks better and she went that one and i got it and it's fucking neon pink and it's it's very bright i've not tested it for glow glow in the dark yet but if it does glow in the dark that could be cool
0: that last time she was trusted to pick anything. Yeah, here. pretty
1: much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because it didn't match my knee pads or my socks. Every every pink I had on that day was a different pink. Kind of disappointed in myself.
0: Uh, so last thing on on the Anarchy match, and then we can move on to other things because um, we do have stuff by posters, which kind of we'll, we'll tailor into the color stuff. We've um, <laughs> got Carl and Bruce coming in with. Uh, he kind of answered this already. He's put uh, Damien or Zach. Who do you want? Who do you want, or do we run the three way back? I think. Who would you rather face, or would you want to do a
1: triple threat again? I fucking hate triple threats with a passion. Um, uh, I think I've only had, uh, I've only had a singles match with Damian once. That was in Montrose, I think. Was it? I think it was Montrose um, it was the main event he was the champion I'm sure
0: uh, let's see if, if uh, the old cage match has it to, to help
1: uh, or, or was I Tri-County's champion um, no he was the champion
0: it was well I've got Tariff as one uh, Tariff. Special, special guest just
1: 2018? 18 oh uh, Rich R. Russell I forgot about that man yeah i got that one.
0: That was the uh, match where I,
1: I walked to the ring and then got in the ring and then looked down and realised I hadn't changed my shorts and I was just wearing a pair of like uh, Gold's Gym short shorts. And I was like, hmm, well,
0: this is a... And you're right, <laughs> um Montrose. Montrose Tri-Counties, yeah. Championship. Tri-Counties, okay. Um, so,
1: they were all right. Um I think... I don't know. I quite like it to, I quite like dynamite to keep the belt so that I can win the belt off him. Hmm. But I don't mind whoever it is.
0: I suppose for your own possible safety, uh, because you, as you're saying, you and Zach were just absolutely wheel on each other yeah. possibly just just for you to survive not survive and if, it's, if, of it's what, Hall-
1: if it's the Halloween show as well If it, if it ends up being dynamite, I'm going to try and get I'm going to try and wangle my way into a Halloween brawl, so that could get there. My... We'll see. It, it probably won't happen. I'll probably not get my way, but I'll try.
0: When it comes to the Halloween brawl, then is, is there any? Have you already got in mind? I mean, you've done death matches, but have you already got in mind like Halloween centric weapons you'd bring to the table.
1: I think because it would be for the title, it'd be the main event. I think it would have to be a more serious Halloween brawl. Right. So, I, I so rather than it being like Halloween ornaments or weapons and stuff, I think it would have to be like I don't know, like a couple of chairs spray painted orange and black, and then you know, like just more of a Halloween theme still because it's a Halloween show, but more of a serious sort uh, of weapons match if you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Calm's other question was it was just, uh, can we get more XXL merch? Uh, some of us are big boys. I mean, we're all big boys. We're all big boys here. In the, XXL. XXL?
1: I don't think I've ever had XXL. XL. No, 2XL I've had. Did he say 3Xs or 2?
0: Two? No, 2Xs. Two okay.
1: um, yeah, I normally two... get... So... The reason I don't normally get loads of 2XL is because fucking two years later, I'll still be left with giant t-shirts that nobody buys. So I get I get large XL the most, and then it'll be medium, and then small and 2XL, I normally get the same amount. I mean, I, I can try. In it's, it's,
0: it's weird though, because I've still got your, your, first, um, your first skull tee.
1: That's the uh, best I one. That I one, think. that one still fits me today, and I don't know how. That's,
0: that's it. I was about to say that as well. I was. I think it was a large I bought at the time, and I am I not go, a large. My, anyway. my one.
1: So, if I was getting a T-shirt now, I would either get a large or an XL. Um, that's a medium. And it still fits me. I don't know why. Uh, it's it's a soft. It's a, it's a Gildan soft style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it might be. I think it might be that. 'Cause like the other ones that I've had, um the the Lost Boy one with like the the feathers and the the skull with the hat and the feathers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um that's Golden Soft style as well and that one still fits me well. Um the other ones are getting quite small. But I don't know what it is. That must just like continue to stretch with you as you grow. grow, 'cause yeah. of the material.
0: I know that that I one that I'm, one still fits me fine, and uh, yeah, I've, I've, when I know it's your cell, usually I'll just go XL because I'm like generally they fit me for some reason. But I got an XL foundation a future one, and it is it is figure hugging. I'll say that uh, Yeah,
1: I've got a lot my my foundation one is here somewhere, and it's a large, and it's I've got to do like you know the the fat guy stretch or something you know, oh, like that. Your oh, I, I know it well. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know why. Um, But I I do try, whenever I get merch, to make sure it's a guild and soft style if they do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they always seem to fit really well. Um, Because that's what I never understood. The first ones I got, like the original one, um, that you're talking about there. um, I gave one of them to Jay Lethal. Um, When I got them made, I was a fucking wee skinny boy, right? And Jay Lethal's Jay Lethal. I was like what size you need and he was like medium and I was like I'm a medium we're both wearing mediums and it fits them fine and I'm like this I don't understand these t-shirts they're mental
0: Uh, but those t-shirts are always kind of a hot topic um, because when I went to I've been to shows since I saw one with Hurricane and he was really interested in the the skull uh, design and then I think Kyle said that, that he saw Eric Rowan and he was really interested in the whole skull design as well. It just seems, yeah. they're just cool t-shirts and not, of course, the first thing. That's one what, like, I don't, I don't
1: want my t-shirts to be like blatantly wrestling ones. <laughs> like the most wrestling t-shirt I've ever had is the newest one that I've got. Because it's got me on it. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I don't like it. Um, I designed it and then once I got them printed out, I put, I... I I also got one for myself or whatever and I was wearing it and I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) I don't like this t-shirt. So the next one I do, because the thing I did with the t-shirts as well, it was always, it's very like, oh, it's another skull, but if you look at them, the skull evolves and changes like Mm -hmm. depending on when I got it done and like within like my time in wrestling. so. Um. Yeah, the first one is just obviously me with a skull. The second one was... Like the Rust Devil. One. Yeah, there was the playing card one in between that. But right. I don't count that. I that like it. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine t-shirt, I just don't count it It's like... I've got like a set, of, it's almost like a, like a series of t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's all just this skull facing forward. That looks like me. So like the Rust Devil one was that one. It came out I got it they arrived too late. I was originally meant to have them for when I did the first death match that I did. Um, which is why it's a lot more like beaten up and it's got teeth missing and stuff. And then it's got the little filthy gen logo in the eye. Um and then I think then it was the Lost Boy one. Is it just three of them? Uh,
0: if you don't count, if you, if you don't count the King of Catch card one, yeah. then yeah, that, that'll be. So then that, that
1: that was more of the when I started going by Lost Boy and it's got the snapback that I used to wear and stuff. So I do need to get an updated one because. So yeah, but it's like a, I, I like that as it's it, it's not so much just like a t shirt. It's like a, a series of like art pieces almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. I need to make another one because I I don't like the t shirt that I've got just now. <laughs>
0: I think the only one I haven't got it, well two I haven't got uh, of yours, I think, will be Rust Devil. I don't have that one. And uh the they are,
1: they, they are online. They're all online.
0: They're on T Mill, aren't they? So yeah. eventually I'll remember uh, the start of because it's start of the month to do free post, So I'm like I I'll wait some, to start the
1: month. I have some things coming out on on T Mill. Uh, which I can't talk about just now. But it's good shit and you'll like it. I'll tell you after the recording. Okay. If if you remind me,
0: I, I I'll write. I'll even write it down. I'll just put shirt. and hope hope I remember from that point. Uh, cool. That's fine. Um, right. I right, sp- speaking of chatspot afterwards. Like we we, we last time we, we spoke about we we got the we, well I got the PG version as much as you could of the Marty Jones story and then of course we went to Vegas and told the rest of it. Uh, that was that was an incredible... I, I
1: still don't think I've, I've told the whole story. At any point, because there, there's, there's parts of it that like uh, killed killed my inner child a bit. Because <laughs> I used to watch him on the wrestling channel when I was over at my grand's house, and you know, and then he was a dick. So it kind of there's bits there's there's bits of that day that I haven't like said on any podcast. I probably won't, to be honest. <laughs>
0: That, that, that's absolutely fine, but no I, it, that's that whole story I think, like, I've done so many episodes by that point, and I, got, I don't know what your episode was about, but like it seemed to me that was one where I had the more wilder stories come out and then from that point all the podcasts seem to just be somehow uh, getting some weird stories out of people uh, on, on the shows but no, the, the cheese sandwich still makes me laugh, and it will always make me laugh, if anyone if I see a cheese sandwich, it'll still just give me a Yeah, I still,
1: a don't, I still don't really know what he meant by that. I'm assuming he meant catering in general. You know, backstage it shows, but the wording of it just makes it sound like cheese sandwiches were invented after his in while he was already an adult.
0: And that's that's what I'll choose to believe. That's just I don't want to think of it any other way. Right. So we're speaking of, we're speaking about colours, we've so been colourblind and whatnot. And uh, we're not yeah. this not this the story, but this is this the question, but kinda I'm intrigued with it. So I've got Kev asking, favorite and or least favorite poster you've ever designed? Um
1: hmm. I don't know like if I've got any specific favorite ones. Like if you go on to my like link tree in like my bios and stuff um there's like my portfolio on there so there's a bunch of posters on there that i'm somewhat happy with so that i've, I've obviously used them as like my portfolio to try and get work um so those are anything that's on probably i'm probably like pretty happy with but i don't know like i don't like anything i do and i don't like any of my matches and so it's a difficult one, but I like more so than anything, internet. like, there's certain promotions that I like doing stuff for because they just they're happy for me to just do whatever I want. Um, so, like, Discovery just lets me do whatever the fuck I want, and that's why I like a lot of their posters are cool. Um, WrestleZone pretty much lets me do whatever. Um, the ones I've done for TNT I quite like Um, they're more specific on what they want like but um, Keithness what are they called Uh, Uh, Combat League Combat League Um, they just they give me a show name and they're just like do what you want make it colourful so like those are the kind of ones I like because it's just let me do what you want and mm-hmm. I'll give you something cool I think they turn out Discovery ones and Combat League and WrestleZone I think tend to turn out better because I'm just allowed to be creative with it and just do it um, whereas I think sometimes I'll make a poster for somewhere and then they'll come back with changes they want and then I'm not happy with the poster afterwards because it's not like the vision that I had for the poster you know what I mean yeah
0: I mean just speaking of that then of course you're saying that you struggle with colours and, and what have you. So like with those ones you're giving free raids. So you kinda you know what what looks what will go together, what shades will go together. But when yeah. you do have someone come back to you going, No, it has to be this color, it has to be that. Is that when it becomes a bit more
1: work at that point? Yeah. Like I mean if I so there's a lot of I, I have like regular work for places, but there's a lot of times where it's just like a promotional and being like we need a poster for this event, like can you do one or whatever? And it's just like a one-off, or sometimes it leads to more or whatever. Um and they tend to be like uh, they'll have they'll have either had someone doing posters for them before, so they've got an idea in their head what they want the poster laid out and stuff, and I'll kind of be like, that's not really like my style or whatever. Like, if you just tell me what information you want, who you want on it, I'll get you something cool. Um, but it's when... The colours aren't too much of an issue, because, like, like I'm 32. I've been using Photoshop since I was 14. Like, I've I, I figured out where the colours are on the wheel. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's like if I've got all the information, like, the, the date and the venue and tickets and who they want on it and stuff, I could sit here and do a poster in, like, an hour. It would be done. Um, the the last poster I did, well, not the last poster, but, like, in that sort of way where it's just, like, a random place message it was the Kamikaze Pro. Uh, I did their latest poster. Um, and the poster took me, like, 40 minutes to do but then I'll have somewhere else say TNT for example and I'll do a poster and then they want changes and I'll change it and then I want something else changed so it it becomes like a process and that's when I start to like zone out Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I have to kind of just get in my head like this this isn't for me this is what they want so you you know I mean I do what they want that's and they'll be happy but I might not like it in the end. Whereas the ones that I do like are the ones that it's all me. Just do what you want. Like the discovery, the, the newest discovery ones I really like, the pink with the disco ball and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um it's got like the little pattern in the background, like from the old bus bus seats back in the day. Um but like that was just me. It's a disco derby, do what you want. Okay. And that's a very me poster. Yeah,
0: I mean, you definitely got a style, and especially with all the pink and black as well. It's like, well, you can kind of tell now what you're, if it's you, you've done it kind of thing. Your yeah. kind of style things, but do you, do you ever look at? Like
1: I think everyone's got their own style. You can tell, like I can tell who's done what posters. Certain people put their logos on posters and stuff, mm. like you know their design logo. Um, I don't know if I might, I might start doing that just so that people see it. And go. Oh, maybe we could use him, sort of thing. Because there's not really any association other than everyone has their own style. You know what I mean? Like I can tell who does a poster just by looking at it. Um, and I think I think that's good that you can kind of that way promotions can be like. If I want my posters to like this, I need to go this person. And, you know what I mean? So
0: is there ever time? I, I, I mean. So you're in this fine line between uh, perfectionist and pessimist. I I, I feel it's like um, everything could be better, but everything's bad at the same time. But when you see other people's yeah. posters, uh, do do you is, do you have a little? If you see a wrestling poster, and you look at it and go, "Why have they put that out? What what have they all done?" All the time, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, all the time. I'm like, that's shame. I've done I've done a couple of times. I've I've seen a poster and went can't be having this and messaged the, the, the promotion and was like look I do posters would you like me to make your posters look better and it's got me some work from it but I put my foot in it one time I didn't mean to Um, I, me- I messaged a I messaged from over being like I, I don't like this poster I can't share this I know I'm on the show but I can't share this poster and then they were like I made the poster I was like right. oh fuck
0: well, get good.
1: <laughs> Wait, oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah, but,
0: but no I, <laughs> I, I I did my time. I, I made the ones for um like there was a period of maybe a couple of shows for Rock and Wrestle, and I I was tasked with making them. Fuck that! No, I'm quite happy to just leave it to people that know what they're doing. I was just so confused. I mean,
1: I don't know if I know what I'm doing. I just told myself I just I don't know. I just don't. I just don't. I understand people putting out posters that look like shit. Mm-hmm. So, just either work on it and get your posters to look better. Because surely people don't look at something and think it's good. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I don't know. I don't know man. It's, no, it's one, it's, it's
0: one it's, of the things. It's, it's you have to go to. Pre- if you're going to be professional, you got to present yourself as such. Kind of thing. It's. It's. Uh, when I see some. I I won't name them because that's that's pointless at this stage. But if you see some some match uh cards or, or like match graphics, I'm looking at them going, I know a nothing about this show. B I don't know who that is. C, I was looking at it going, this is fucking pointless. Why have you why have you yeah. made this? This is this is telling me nothing.
1: The worst ones are the the worst ones are the ones that are like American wrestling across the top. Oh god. I hate that. I hate that so much. If I ever got asked to do a poster with American wrestling across the top of it. I would say, give someone else this job, please. No, I, I can't do this.
0: When you're saying that, I don't know if, it, if it's just coincidence, but you did sub for a wrestling showdown, didn't you? Uh, for W3L, and they used to have their posters say American wrestling, and then suddenly yeah. stopped having it. Which I, I only started.
1: did two posters for them. Um, one was. It was like a one like Seven Deadly Sins tournament poster with uh had Joe Legend on the front of it with like uh Kevin Williams and Luke Aldridge and stuff. Um and then the other one I did was uh like a generic tour poster with all the dates.
0: I think that it was the with, uh, Northern tour, wasn't it?
1: Yeah the one where I instigated Bulgarian Baker into orbit.
0: It's a sad thing. Sad thing yeah. I was, that was was a show was... where you you shouted at me to buy a T-shirt when I was wearing one of your T-shirts.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was. That was also the one that I kept. I was in a tag match with Musso. He was on my team, and I kept calling him Michael, and he was getting really annoyed. <laughs> um, but that's only two posters I've ever done for them. Um, I do I offer every every now and then to do their posters again, but they obviously got something that they're happy with. So. Mm-hmm. Um... That's just me wanting to do posters for everyone. I'll tell you what, you know what, see, see, see the day that I run my own promotion, right? My posters are going to be fucking back. Because I'll be in complete control.
0: That's uh, there's uh, that's, that's weirdly not the first conversation I've had in recent uh, recordings of people setting up shows. Ian Skinner also had an idea of a promotion. Which he's probably spoke to you about it at some point. Because it's just <sighs> mental in
1: itself. Uh, I've got, I've got, I'll tell you this, right? Bearhug Hug Pro, right? That's the name of the show, right? That's the promotion, Bearhug Pro. My Bearhug Pro is mental. I have shared, like, booking ideas with people. And it, you know what? I'm going to give you two, right? Yeah. So the gimmick with Bearhug Pro is, right, every show's got a gimmick. Okay? So, one idea I've got is, like, a, a show based around Squid Game. Right? Okay. So, it's a six-man tag. Whoever takes the pin, boy comes out, shoots them, drags them backstage. Okay, okay. Straight into a fatal five way. Whoever gets pinned, boy comes out, shoots them, drags them backstage. Tag match, triple threat. Then it's the main event, which is the one-on-one match. Both guys get handed a candlestick and they 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 fight to the death. That's one show. The other show I've got, which could it could be a series of shows, right? Um, let's say. So each show, each of these season shows, you would pick a wrestler, right? So let's say I pick Caleb Orhala, right? The show would be called Caleb's Dream. Okay. Right. So, got the ring, get the entrance way, uh, big screen. Right next to the entranceway, video screen, bed. Caleb comes out. Hello, welcomes everyone to the show. Gets in bed, goes to sleep. Okay. Okay. Little like dream bubbles come above his head on the screen, right? And whatever he's dreaming about, that match happens. Okay. So basically, my idea would be, I would book it. I would book like here's a here you go, Caleb. Here's the wrestlers I booked on the show. Do what you want. And it would be like, you know, he could make fucking, I don't know, he could make Bradley wrestle as Big Show. I don't know. Anyway, you have the whole show. Main event comes out, it's a tag match. Oh no, Caleb's meant to be in the tag. He's asleep. So it's a handicap match. Caleb wakes up. Oh shit. Caleb gets dressed. Okay, at at, at the entranceway, just in time to take the hot tag do the hot tag, go to finish. Every show is just random bullshit while someone sleeps at the entranceway, and then a hot tag after they wake up. You know, know, like that dream where someone's not got their boots on. Mm -hmm. That's the show.
0: That was scary. That second one, that was one of Ian's ideas as well. So... There's some hive mind stuff going on where, yeah, he said he would get on, it was like a stage show, his his was, and you get, yeah, you go to sleep and then the ring would light up in the middle of the stage and then that would be the show. So that's, that's a bit of a weird hive mind thing going on, unless he's just stolen your ideas that you've,
1: you've relayed. What else? What other ones do I have? I've had a lot of ideas. Because I would have, I wanted it to be Bear Hug Pro, but then every show name was like, like it was a, a bear pun. So it'd be Sun Bear Slam, or it would be like Bear at the Beach. Um, I like Bear at the Beach, I like that one. <laughs> I, I wanted to do, uh, if I was to do a Rumble show, it'd be called Teddy Bears Picnic. Um. What was the other one I had? Tables, ladders, and bears. Ah, uh, there you go. That's... Hell yeah. That's it. So yeah, I want... If I ever run a show, it's either it's either going to be like Scotland's version of Chikara. Just complete bullshit. Or it'd be a deathmatch show. There's and, no in-between. Uh, it'd be absolute quality. Be going yeah. To... Just think about think about who you could have in a death match. Bruiser Brad Evans in a death match. Uh, my goal is to get William Sterling in a death match tournament. I I, I think he'd be a cracking death match wrestler. I've said
0: you know this what? to him. You, I mean every time I was going because I go back through like the old the old anarchies when, when I'm in in the mo- in the season of it, and I didn't realize how much William Sterling just absolutely goes balls to the wall at Anarchy. Yeah. I mean, ladder matches and all this kind of stuff and he's always yeah. the one that seems to be like I, I have stuff. said
1: this to him I think he'd be a crack death match wrestler him versus Bruiser Brad in the semi-finals
0: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm all in uh, so speaking of Caleb and his dream uh, he has also put uh, a couple questions uh, he's put name our multiverse tag team <laughs>
1: yeah yeah we had the we, we had the thought that like We've both got like long hair beards. Um we've both got like leather jacket things with big shoulder pads. But it'd be like either like a, a multiverse thing where we're just the same person but from different universes. Or it's like a thing where it's kind of like a multiverse thing, but like he's from like way in the past and I'm from like the post apocalyptic future, but we've met in the middle. Okay. But I need to, we need to think of a name. Um hmm. Let's see that's a difficult one. I don't know because I've not thought as far as having a name. I just thought we well, were just gonna be we're both the same person from different multiverses. I've been trying to pitch to FCW to do a Caleb Valhalla multiverse angle. But not like me and him are the same guy, but just like, he's like this superhero kind of Viking guy. But the multiverse is open and everybody faces are just big, like, nutcase heavyweights. Just, just get all these different big heavyweight guys and he's going to fight through all these monsters. That's a great idea.
0: It's, it's, it's a good idea. Um...
1: That could be a whole show. That's a show. The Caleb, Caleb Valhalla multiverse. And he comes out and he does a gauntlet against like 20 monsters. and he's, Gets through them all.
0: There you go. Brilliant. Uh, it's, this is all. This is all good stuff. Nobody can steal it. This is uh, all Bear Hug Pro, and yes, etc. Um, so, well, I was thinking, I've totally forgotten now. So, we will just move on. He's also asked
1: Skull. Yeah, he's not. He's not quite figured out. that I don't drink. Um, that's yeah. That's been a reoccurring theme. There was a couple of promos that were filmed where. Me and him have interacted and stuff, but they've never ended up being used. So it was just like a thing where other stuff was happening in these backstage promos and vignettes, but like me and him were always like being interrupted. So I think that me and him were being interrupted while he's trying to teach me about skull, and I'm like, I don't drink alcohol. And he's like, excuse me. But uh, yeah, skull. None of these have ever been used.
0: I don't know. I remember what I forgot now. Uh, when I was speaking to Alan um, about the return of discovery, he was talking about like, a back, uh, back to the Future themed show. Yes. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, are you, are you, do you, would you have to? I'm assuming you, you'd possibly have to get new tie dye gear. I've got it over there. You, I'm sitting
1: so, there. I could wear my debut
0: gear. Obviously, not the Super Executioner, but. No, no. no. I
1: have got I've got the. I've got the pink and orange tie-dye with the flares and then I've got the the one that was like pink, white and red like swirls. I've got both of them. Because uh, there was only I'd made a match graphic for that show. I'd made a poster. I remember
0: yeah, it the, had the DeLorean, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, but then I'd made one match graphic and it was, it was cracking, because it was like, it was the same as a poster, but it had like, this is never going to happen, so it doesn't matter, it was going to be me and Lewis, so it was just our current promo pictures, but then like in a little like, box next to our heads was our original promo pictures, and we were going to be those characters, so it was going to be Hippie Horror, Aspen Faith, versus whatever he was called, fucking like, Prodigy, or whatever he was, when he had like his little... Jean shorts and his red hair. We were going to do that. It would have been great.
0: I'm still, I'm still holding out hope for that because it sounds just mental. Uh, because yeah, when, when we, 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 we would have
1: had, we would have had uh, Martina would have been G. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it would
0: have
1: been, it would have been great. I would have loved that.
0: We've had uh, a, a DCT and he's is uh, David Campbell Thompson. Yeah. Laser. There's, yeah.
1: There's so many so many ways I, that you... I, I thought that would have been a great show. I was like super hyped for that. And then it just never happened. So
0: Um we've got so we've, we've done that on Caleb. She's oh, with so many more here. So we've got Deacon Matthews. He's asked if Grum's knee pads ever absorb a can of monster on a on a scale from the guy sat on the toilet in Jurassic Park or thinking your boat's big enough to hunt Jaws, how screwed are we?
1: fucking screwed. Grum's knee pads are the worst thing in the fucking country. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he's done to them. He's always like, I've washed them. In what? I don't. He he took them out. This is this is. I'll say this, and this will encapsulate that, and we can move on. He took them out of his bag at training one day, and Alistair Caron walked past and gagged in his mouth. Right, that's all I need to. That's all I need to say.
0: Well, yeah, we'll we'll move on from there. Just to, in general, right? So we've got uh, Scott Scott Leggett, uh, aka at Scotty Swift. He's uses real name on Twitter, so I can't really. Say anything against that? Uh, he's put favorite Chris Archer gimmick and why. Okay.
1: Has Has Scott gotten into this with you yet? The Chris uh, Archer gimmick thing. Chris Archer had a, a lot, of, a lot of gimmicks, no. but it was a lot of gimmicks made up in like my and Scott's head.
0: No, he, he didn't. And in, in our in our ten hours of chatting, we have not got to Chris Archer's gimmicks.
1: Um. So hello. Hi, Samantha, Um, so he had, when he was first starting, when he debuted and stuff, he had black and white striped tights, and before, so he had them before he'd like debuted on shows or whatever, we knew he had them, and we were convinced that he was going to be called Buzz Hornet, (laughs) Uh, I don't know, that was just, he was going to be Buzz Hornet, and then it never happened. Um, what's another good one? There was a, I don't know how this one came about, but there was a, an idea for a gimmick where he would just, he'd come out and just be Chris Archer, just normal, like young Chris Archer in his stripy tights or whatever. But he would have like 19, like 1920s, like flapper girls with them. They would just be like, whatever he said, they would just be like, oh, Archer. <laughs> like that was the thing. Um, they would just, you know, they'd be in love with them, and they'd be like doing this in his entrance and then they would go, oh, Archer. Um, those are my two favourite ones. Buzz Hornet and O Archer. Um, uh, what else did we have? Well, there, was, there was one for like a, a really brief period of time where we, we wanted them to have an actual like, bow and arrow. Um, I don't know where that would go But o Archer And Buzz Hornet Are my favourite ones
0: Fair fair enough I, well, that's, that's probably going to Hot my nightmares tonight Just uh, That in general I don't know who's going to Play the flapper girls In, in, my, we'd, in my We'd room. find someone
1: We'd find Yeah I don't know Like that one time At that at the One of the only Two over 18 shows WrestleZone did Where The Grand City Hot Shots Came out with like A stripper That that'll be what it was like <laughs>
0: I like of all the things <laughs> I can imagine to come out with the Granny City shots, a stripper is fairly low on the list.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. We'll get we'll get her back, and she can she can do the O R. Yeah. I I
0: just I, I love that whole concept. It just sounds like yeah. oh, we' our over eighty shows, what do we get? Oh, I don't know. We will get
1: a stripper. Oh, do you yeah. Know? <laughs> I don't know. Love it. That was like that was the that would have been the last show I went to before I started training, I think. Um, that was and, the one that uh, convinced you to no, go? No, no. I'd went to one show and I trained for like two weeks and then I went to that over-18 show still as a fan and then, then obviously I continued training. Because but... I remember they did the over-18 show. The main event was uh, William Sterling, Damien and Scottie Swift in a three-way like deathmatch thing where they had tax and uh cheese graters and all that pish um, and I remember this so this is this is this comes back to how I, when I said earlier about uh, how I was like an immature little shit or whatever and like I think me and Scott would have a better match and stuff now because we're both more in the same sort of mindset because um, there was there was periods of time where me and Scott like clashed quite a lot and you know but I think we're we're, we're fine now and we, we chat away and whatever um, but I remember there was an after-party. So this was in uh, Liquid Nightclub in Aberdeen. You know, where Corova is, what's it called now? Bridge Street Social Club. Uh, okay. Where Milbury, right? Where Mishulu was. Who? Uh, what's it called? It became Institute anyway afterwards. Um, okay, right. I, I think uh, I'm looking at you now, yeah. Liquid was what it was called, that's where they door rating a show, but there was an after party upstairs and I I'd tra- I think I'd been training for two weeks. And I, I walked up to Scott and I went, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on shows this time next year. And he went, okay then, we'll see, and then walked away. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. but to be fair, Within about a week to two week period, give or take, I was on shows a year later. So, yeah, I was sure. right, but I was a dick. <laughs>
0: um, right. So a couple possible easier ones because I'm realizing the time. We're, we've got That's loads right. more questions to to jam in. Uh, I've got uh, Dickie Divers. Who's your favourite heavyweight
1: in the country? Um. Uh, myself um, my, Myself No uh, Bruiser Brad uh, I would have said Crusher But he's AWOL. Uh Bruiser Brad Let's say Bruiser Brad
0: With yourself as a close second
1: Yeah Because I can do a moon So Oh
0: yeah So if, if Brad starts throwing in a 450 Then He did oh. a Swanton
1: He did a Swanton Almost he does. killed Crusher So Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah, that was because I swant on him in our match at discovery. Is that match online yet? Um, Don't no, it is. it's not. Um, I saw. I gave him a swanton on of discovery, and it was like it was perfect. Just hit him just enough, perfect, and he was like, "I'm going to do one." Did one on crusher, almost killed him. He's like, "I'll never do that again."
0: Uh, I think. I think if I'm he'd have done that,
1: the corner corner would have died. I gotta
0: be reading uh Adam's re- review of it <laughs> Brad did us uh, uh, want on, fuck that <laughs> yes yeah. that? Yeah? Okay, I got a bit if, if Connor
1: had taken that Connor would have died, I've got no doubt about that
0: uh, speaking of almost dying, Emily Hayden has asked, ask him about the time we almost died oh, this is a long one <laughs> this is a long one is this um, the same car journey with Benny? because there, ele- cause if it is Benny, who's Benny? then it's not. Uh, right, Benny, Big Benny. Is it Benny? Uh, but, yeah, so if Emily's now in two stories where they almost die, I'm starting to think she's the jinx in all
1: this. Um, so, I'm trying to think what, what, what I can say without being a dick to people. <laughs> so, the shorter version of it is... We were both booked somewhere down south. We had a hotel, which ended up being what I can only describe as a junky halfway house. Like, this is it, it, this is the kind of place that I imagine people go, like, I, when they're like uh, going to rehab, or if they're like an asylum seeker, they just need somewhere for a couple of days or something. It was that kind of place. Uh, Near reception, it was a tuck shop near reception. Though uh, the the reviews before we got there, they were all like one star reviews saying that they had no water for a week and whatever. Uh, the description of the place said it had an outdoor patio area, which was uh, about like a two meter square of AstroTurf and then a palm tree when they leaves. Um there there was blood on the towels uh the there was smashed windows <laughs> uh, the car park was uh the car park looked like it was like it, it looked like a, a building had just been demolished there and then it had been pushed to the side. um yeah that was a that was a That was a hotel. Um, It was just weird. (laughs) There is a longer version of this, but that's the gist of it. Uh, We thought we were going to a place where we might die and be murdered. Um, And luckily we survived.
0: I didn't expect, I thought it was just going to be in our car journey. Another uh, car possible crash. Kind of situation, but no. That's that sounds fucking no, terrifying.
1: No. Also, Stephen Miles was was with me, and he uh he spent most of the weekend in that hotel room showing me pictures of other hotels he'd been to. <laughs> and he was like, "I've I'm, I'm used to four star hotels," because <laughs> he's a wee posh lad. Yeah,
0: that's just what you need in a shite of a hotel. Is go and look at this it's, one. Yeah.
1: But he was doing it out of, like, distress. He was, like, showing me what he's used to. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. But,
0: bother yeah. you in your sleep? I don't know. Oh, good, good to do uh, We've got Adam. Nice, nice, quick one, I think. Uh, Adam asking, if Young Bucks ever came back to Discovery, how much convincing would James Midas need to return?
1: Probably quite a lot. I've tried before. I've tried to get him back. I tried to get him to be the King's Catcher's manager at one point. Don't
0: think it's going to happen. No, so I mean, uh, I mean, Damian had his daughter. Zach had the the foundation. Mm-hmm. There, should, there should have been Midas us there, but now you, you came in, Aspen. Yes. No mates after spending the whole of your WrestleZone career being a bastard. So I think got no pals. Yes, my own fault. Um, right, so the last one I've got through the Twitter is through uh, the the Jericho Stevie Wizard. He is asked. Johnny Hollywood discuss.
1: Okay. Uh, oh, this could be a long one as well. Um, okay, just, well. Just We'll just go through the whole fucking thing. Um, Northern Tour. It was the Northern Tour that I was wrestling divers. Uh... Were you at that one? I wrestled divers all that weekend, um, apart from the last day. I think I no, I did. I wrestled divers all weekend, um, and he gave me. He wrestled him four times in three days, and each match ended with a different attitude finish. I took a choke slam, a pedigree, a rock bomb, and a stunner. Um, <clears throat> it was the show that no, you yes, you were at that one. Yeah, I'm It was the show that I wrestled Divers. This is just killing kayfabe because every show was the same that whole weekend. But I wrestled Divers. Luke Aldridge and Taylor Bryden did a run-in to help him win. And then it was them three, them three versus me, Musso, and Nathan Reynolds in the main. Right. Yeah. The show you were at, Luke Aldridge was the Bulgarian baker for some reason, because you were there. Yeah, yeah,
0: probably. Uh, yes,
1: yeah, so that weekend. So they did a show in Wick. I think it was. I think it was in Wick. So we turned up, um, and. So that was the tour that I had it was me divers. Uh, Debbie was on it. Uh, I Think she was wrestling. Emily, she... was it? It I was either Emily
0: them. I don't uh, know. That, I think that was in our tour. They had a match because uh,
1: I, I feel mm-hmm. like it was. Uh, I feel like it was Leah Owens. Oh
0: yeah, she had the mask.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, so that's everyone who that was there. So we turn up to the Wick one, and it's maybe main divers. We've planned the match two, two, two shows ago, so we know what we're doing. We just know that the finish is now a stunner instead of a rock bottom. Um, and then Musso comes up, and he's like, This guy's going to be in your match. He's called Johnny Hollywood. <laughs> and we're like, Who? Um, and apparently he, <clears throat> from what I could figure out, he'd trained, he'd trained at Keith Ness for a bit, but he wasn't, he was shy, so he was gone. And then I believe he went and did some stuff for SSW. <laughs> so good track record already. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I'm like, right, okay, apparently this guy, he, he's from Wick. So he said that he could bring, like, he could sell tickets, bring, like, his mates or whatever. So Musso was like, right, cool, we'll put you on the show if you bring, like, your mates and whatever. Great. So he put him in our match. So we're like... We planned our match two days ago. <laughs> I don't want to plan another match. Um, so Johnny Hollywood's there. Whatever. Um, we... How... Where can I go, how can I explain this? So he, I, I heard him say to Musso, so Mike, how, how do I go about planning a match, right? <laughs> I, heard, I heard that like out of earshot and I was like, what the fuck are we doing? So like, so whatever, we left him for a bit while we we're getting changed or whatever. And we look over and he's getting dressed. And he's got right. I'll just, just I'll describe him from like from the ground up. Okay, that I'm going to build you. You know, you know, WW Mayhem, the game. Mm-hmm. You know the intro sequence where they build Goldberg. Right? Yeah. I'm okay, I'm doing this with Johnny Hollywood. So he's got <clears throat> white, like high top Lonsdale boots. Okay, with like the toes almost worn all the way through. Like you're almost like they're almost see-through at the foot. You can see his toes. Then he's got women's, like, zebra print Primark leggings, right? Kind of Ronan King style, now that I think about it. But they were, like, black with, like, zebra print down the side. And we realised that Debbie owned the same ones, which was fucking hilarious. So he's got that, okay? Then he's got a weightlifting belt, like Hogan style. <laughs> okay? Right. Then he's got... a. Uh, like uh, weightlifting gloves, okay? And he's got, ta- like, electrical tape. Um, he's got a Mr. T-style, like, big chains, okay? He's got tassels round his arms and, like, round his boots, but he's made them himself out of, like, shoelaces, and they've still got little wee plastic bits on the end, like the shoelace bits. Uh, and he's got, a like, a headband on, like a bandana thing. And we're just fucking looking at him, like, "Holy fuck!" And then he pu- puts on this big furry jacket and shades, and he goes. He looks at me in divers and he goes, "What do you think of the jacket?" My missus says it's a bit too much, and we're like, "I just, <laughs> just go with it, just do it. Um, I just wear it. Cool, okay." So then someone comes and asks him what music he wants, and he goes uh just give me something like like hair metal sort of music and we're like all right whatever so they go away so we we speak to him we plan a match like just go go away have a think whatever we basically just did the match we were doing anyway but we at points like i got thrown out and then divers did a bit with them and whatever so he goes away and we're just sitting chatting and then he comes back up and he goes okay so uh, he goes, so I'm gonna do this to you and to do this to you, blah, blah blah. And then divers just looks at him and goes, that isn't anything that we've said. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know what this match you've said <laughs> This is not anything we've planned. And he said, Oh, oh, what was it again? So we go over it again. <sighs> so while we're planning it, I go to him. So what sort of what sort of moves do you do? He goes, I do this thing where you clothesline me and I go backwards out the ring. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I was like, so... So your move is me clotheslining you out of the ring. And he was like, yeah. I was like, right, well, do you go to the apron? Like, do you land on the apron or do you go all the way to the floor? He went, I don't know. I goes, well, could you go to the floor? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, There was a bit where we were going to double tackle him. And he goes to us, see when you do the double tackle, you both on the same side, yeah? And My mind's never been able to comprehend what that would be. So we're going to tackle them both on the same side. Um, So, (sighs) shows going on or whatever, and we're like, right, well. We'll we'll go over it again just before we go out, just to make sure you've got it. Um, All he had was like, I think he was in the body slam divers at one point, and he had to cut me off with a forearm and throw me out of the ring or whatever. So we were waiting to go out. Um, And he goes, oh, by the way, guys, if I hit you for real, it just happens sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, uh, with that, uh, Diver's music plays and he goes to the ring. And I'm just like, what the fuck? My music plays, I go to the ring. We're in the ring waiting for hair metal music to play. And then the Mexican hat dance starts playing. You know, like, uh, and we're just like, what the fuck? And then this boy runs backwards out the entranceway like Enzo Mori, right? And by the by the way, we'd got to the ring at this point and realised there's like 20 people in the crowd and he brought one person. <laughs> so um, so he's just run out backwards, Enzo Mori style. Completely no-sold the fact that he's coming out from Mexican hat dance. Just like fully like Mr. T'd up with his chains and stuff. We get in the ring and we're just like, right, okay. So the bell rings. Um, I can send you this match. By the way, I've got it on my YouTube. It's the funniest thing you'll ever watch. Um, it's it's a private video, but it's it's got like a ridiculous amount of views. It must have just been like sent about, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so we start the match, and what's meant to happen is. <clears throat> Uh, Divers is being like the heel, he goes away or whatever, he's like, I'm not having anything And then me and Hollywood are meant to like trade until Divers jumps him, we double send, double tackle, clothesline over the top. He goes to the floor, leave me and Divers to do the start of our match that we, we had planned anyway. What actually happened was Mean Divers, fucking heaven forbid, tried to do some crowd work and went off the script slightly. And we're like interacting with the crowd and I'm trying to get them to, to come up and Divers is like, shut up, whatever. And he's like agitated because he, he knows he's meant to be doing something with me, but we're doing something else. And he's like, you can see him. And then he just like hits me for real in the face and I'm like, oh, and then he hits me for real again. So I give him. Like, one of the hardest four rounds I've ever done in my life. And then he hits me for real again. And divers it see... It just happens sometimes. So now we're really, like, hitting each other. He's actually... Accent- he's, I don't know if... I'm doing it on purpose because he's hitting me on purpose. Well, he's hitting me really hard for real, and I'm hitting him on purpose back. And divers now sees this. So divers comes up behind. The divers, like, clobbers him in the back. We double tap. We go send him off. We give him the double tackle, and he just, like, just fucking just evaporates to the floor. He feeds up the ropes. Now, can you take a clothesline to the floor? Yeah. Clothesline him. His arms get tangled on the ropes, and he's hanging on the... He's now kneeling on the apron with his arms like this in the ropes. <laughs> I'm like, for fuck's sake. And he stands up, and I just, like... At this point, I was like, I don't know who the fuck this boy is. Fuck this. And I just slap him. Across the face and he goes down to the floor. Me and Divers do whatever we're doing. It's fine. Hmm. Now at some point, I'm Divers is in the corner. I'm going to charge him. And then Hollywood's meant to like, uh, as I'm running, he's meant to just like jump me and then throw me out in the ring. And then him and Divers do a bit. So he jumps me in the most awkward way ever. And I'm like caught up in the ropes and he tries to throw me out. And I just like fucking die on the apron. And I'm on the floor now. He does a bit with divers, he body slams divers onto his side, <laughs> so he's obviously getting annoyed. Um, he body slams divers on his side, uh, I think divers gave him a drop kick like right in the fucking face. Um, I get in, get rid of divers, and then me and him are going to run a bit, so I send them off and I go. Take the clothesline and he ducks it. And I'm like, motherfucker. So I just turn around and I just take a square in the bo- fucking balls. And then I grab him and I give him an X-Plex and he shits himself in the middle of the air. And uh, Divers comes back in, does a bit with them where it's meant to be. <sighs> He sends divers, divers reverses it, he hits the buckle. As he comes out of the buckle, he takes a super kick from divers. Now, he'd been annoying the whole day. And when he asked divers how to take a super kick, divers went, just keep running. So he did. Uh, And it's the most real super kick I've ever seen in my life. And he's just lying there like this on the mat, right? And then we go to finish. We had... We had 20 minutes for this match, okay? And when I fucking tell you, the finish was a stunner and the video ends at three minutes, 16 seconds.
0: How did that all happen in three minutes?
1: (laughs) Three minutes, 16 seconds, right? We did a whole match in three minutes and just went backstage and Moose was like, you went 17 minutes under? (laughs) Like... Sorry. Uh, And yeah, the guy came up and was like, How was that? And we were just like, Don't, please don't. But I got the footage of it and it's fucking hilarious. Um, And yeah, that's Johnny Hollywood. See if you actually hold on. I'm going to find a photo of him.
0: I was going to say, because I seem to like recognize his attire. Um, if it was someone who wrestled in, in uh UPW when they came to the northeast, I wouldn't be
1: shocked. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked, but uh
0: he wrestled in Converse and I hate that, as Omar learned.
1: was he wearing Converse. He wasn't yeah. wearing a Converse when he wrestled us. All right. He was definitely wearing high top like white Lonsdale boots.
0: Right, okay. So it probably is a different guy, but
1: the whole um, whole look and
0: description. I Googled
1: I Googled Johnny Hollywood wrestler. And the first thing that came up is a Sun article that says Scotch wrestler Johnny Hollywood grappled with dyslexia. Yeah. Um, uh. Let's see if, I, if there's any photos of him wrestling in
0: this. Oh, here we go. Scots wrestler Johnny. Yes,
1: there is. Oh. Scroll Right. If you scroll down on that article, right, he's got tie-dye tights in this picture. But he's still oh. got his, still got his wee tassels. There you go. I'll, put, I'll hold this up. I don't know if it, if that is there. You go. There's Johnny Hollywood. My guy. Wow. So yeah, that was that was me and uh, me and divers three minute epic. Uh, mate, stunner one two three three minutes sixteen seconds. Can't can't get better than that. Six
0: foot two and eighteen stone. Johnny Hollywood think, yeah, I think, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I go through, like, just trying to find some news and that, and I, I've seen this article way too recently for it to be a coincidence. But, yeah, uh, there we go. Oh, that's just cruel. Right stuff. Scotch wrestler Johnny Hollywood grappled with dyslexia to pen his first book. That just seems a cruel tagline to put in there. Anyway, right, this isn't about Johnny Hollywood, but, wow, I was not, what well, same with the Emily Hayden uh, dying story, was not expecting it to go like that, but 316. I, I don't know how that is. I can't wait to watch this. I'll, I'll send you the match, it's, it's fantastic. I, just, I can't believe that's been all condensed into three. It took you longer to tell me about it than the match yeah. actually was. Yeah, right. So, that's all the Twitter ones. So, that's all the ones you would have seen. Where we've got loads, we've got six on Instagram, um, to, to do so. We're, we're good time. Uh, we'll do that right. yeah, we'll so we've got Grant McIver asking, favorite fruit pastel color.
1: Uh, red. That's the best one. Second best one's Blackcurrant, which is great that they've brought in them bags of just the Blackcurrant and strawberry ones.
0: Uh, I like um, green, I like the lime ones. Second.
1: It's alright. I like them all, but those two are the best ones.
0: Uh, I'm not a big fan of Blackcurrant. That's that's why if we do get a red, like a pack of that in the house or something, because they do the, the pouches of them as well, yeah. then I'll just do my best to get all the red ones. Yeah, uh, red are the best. Uh, right, Got Tom Humphreys, uh, aka Tom Atlas, asking the two foot. Well, I just put the two foot of doom.
1: Oh, do you want to see? Do you want to see it? Go for it. I wrestled, I wrestled him at a gala uh, last last week, two weeks ago. I got I, I got like ridiculously sunburned, and it's like in the line of my singlet as well. Um, I like but I, I was I was beating him up, and then a kid in the crowd shouted two foot of him. And I was like, "Okay." So I just ran across the ring and I gave him my two foot tackle. And it's one of the one of the better things. See if we can see if I can get this. Oh, I have to press the play button. Ready? Can yeah, you see
0: it? Yeah, we can see it. Bam! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that is I, that is beautiful. The I, kid just shouted two foot room. So I was like. Okay, you get, got to give the crowd what they
0: want. At least it's not. I mean, usually when you're at Galas, it's just RKO. Isn't it? Or used
1: to be Stunner. Uh, they had to, you had to save that for the, for the main event. Uh, of course, of course.
0: Um, we've got Ian Skinner. He's got quite a few in here. He's put, favourite AEW Suzuki match?
1: Uh, and, uh, I don't know what ones I've seen. Name
0: them. Oh Jesus! I'm not going to help me. I travel to watch AEW.
1: He wrestled Danielson, didn't he? Uh
0: yes. I, I was when they, I think so. That's just like we each see, other for a good uh, while.
1: Yeah, I've definitely seen that one. So that
0: one. Okay. Sure. But no, I've, not, I've not. watched a lot
1: of AEW other than pay per
0: views. So I, said, it's, I can't get into it. It's just not for me. I've just. I'll. I'll keep trying, but it's just. It's just not for me. Uh, give me. Give me the cartoon characters. I'm quite happy with that. Uh, Ian Skinner also asked, why the headband if it doesn't keep hair out of your eyes?
1: Um, it was it's just a throwback to when I was doing the hippie thing. Uh, when I was trying to come up with my look and stuff, there was I was looking at pictures of like people at Woodstock and stuff, and there was a lot of hippie with like thin little early like, bits of string they just tied around there to like keep their hair down. So it's just that. It's just a, uh, it's a throwback to when I was doing the Hippie gimmick and I've just kept it because uh, I feel naked without it now. Unless I've got my hair just tied up like this. Mm-hmm. If I've got my hair braided, I need something there. It just, I don't know. It feels weird. I've
0: always appreciated it when I'm trying to, like, making one of the 2k games because that's usually like if I, if I try to get a face scan in it usually just breaks around about there and i can just put the black band over the top yeah. of it so it covers it it's, it's great
1: um, they don't have my hair on it
0: though no never i have to go just for
1: a long hair look um, like i used to make creative wrestlers but like years like way before I was a wrestler. like you know here comes the pain and stuff Mm-hmm. And that was the hairstyle that I picked. That's why. I, that's why I started doing my hair like that in my, in my first match, because that was the c- character I created. Because <laughs> they oh. used to have, they used to have the braids, and you know it was a, it was a side part here with the braids, and I used to that's what I did. I made my character like that, and then they took it out of the game, and I was very disappointed.
0: I know. They've just got like a shit one where it's like the braids were too easy. long. Or yeah,
1: they're, or they big thick things. Out.
0: Or you get a fringe to go with it. Yeah, and it's just a... no, not happy. I'm not enjoying this year's creative. I mean, I don't I made, have a game. Uh, I made so many last year, and then of course I had to delete half of them because they were. I've just... not
1: bought it just because I bought the last three, and then I went in the game, made myself played one game, and then it, it never went back in the PlayStation. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just not bothered with this one. Apparently, it's better,
0: but it's it's fine. Yeah, I'm still like I'm still in that. that. For some reason, the only things I play now on on the the. Uh, PS4, because I'm still I'm still I'm still poor. I've got a PS4. Uh is is two K 22 sometimes. Um I'm really playing Ape Escape 2 at the moment. That seems to be my jam. And uh Fortnite, which I haven't been playing it as much recently. Uh it's just nay they grabbed me as much this season, but I kinda wanna get Indiana Jones though, so I might come back to it just to yeah. do those.
1: I'm pretty much playing it right now to get Darth Vader. Yeah. I mean I
0: thought we'd have like Grind it last time to get a uh, Doctor Strange, but now I just fell away, just not playing it.
1: I didn't play it for most of last season, and then like the last two weeks, I was like, My completionist inside me won't let this season end without me having everything. So I've got to level 200 in two weeks <laughs> by just grinding because I needed to unlock everything. I can't, I just can't do it. If it, I was like, Oh, I'll never use the skins. I still, I still had to. I can.
0: I, know, I, was, I was the same for the season before. I was like, right, I want to get Spider-Man. I want to get Spider-Man because I, I love Spider-Man. Um, you yeah, had to
1: unlock every Spider-Man skin.
0: Yeah, that's and I different. did that. But yeah, I still used the one that they, they put onto the store for uh, yeah. the film. So that's yeah. the one I that's the one I used. And I was like, I, I spent all my time unlocking these. Yeah.
1: I don't use them. I'm, so I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find another game to play, but I just can't get into anything. Like I, The last new game I played was Forbidden West. Horizons for a bit, bit for a bit of... Horizon for a bit of West, um, which I really enjoyed. Um, but other than that, I keep trying to play games, and I'm like, mm. so I did another playthrough of Fallout 4 and then Outer Worlds, and now I'm like, I can't be arsed playing anything else, but I don't want to go back and play them again because I've just completed them, so it's too fresh in my head. And I don't know what I'm gonna do.
0: Yeah, I had that during the pandemic, I went through all the Uncharted games again and, and played played them and really enjoyed them i kind of want to get spider-man but i'm not paying i'm I'm now i don't pay i don't don't want to buy games anything under a tenner. that's probably my limit now for games because i don't i don't play them enough to necessitate paying too much for them and 2k22 i bought brand new and i barely play it so i'm like no yeah nothing nothing i I was a complete
1: like i don't really the only ones i ever buy are secondhand ones or you know go to cx and it's Mm -hmm. a couple of years old or whatever but i got forbidden west when it came out because i really like the first one um I pre-ordered it and then when I pre-ordered it and pre-downloaded it, so when the little padlock disappeared at midnight, I was like, "Here we go, straight into the game." Uh, but yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's just yeah, finding time—that's the other thing. And yeah, it's just me, and we're gonna find even less of it soon. So I'm just gonna—I've got a wee sure. list of WWE Network stuff to kind of watch uh, when when I have to stay up through the night. And I've got all the broke. I haven't watched any of the recent Broken Skull sessions, so I've got them all kind of ready to yeah. go. Uh, but no it's yeah I'll, I'll find time again. But no I, I enjoyed it. it was it was after our last chat that I that I started playing Fortnite uh because because you kinda convinced me I think I spoke to Zach as well and he, he was speaking about it. So I was like oh, fuck it. Why not? And then I end up
1: it gets it gets shit on a lot but it's it's actually it's it's I enjoy playing it with like I'll just like mute the telly and I'll put on like a podcast or mm-hmm. like a show or something. And yeah. then I
0: just might mindlessly play it while I'm watching. Yeah, that's, that's that's how I was doing it. And I enjoyed the I enjoyed the, the, the fun aspect of just me coming into a group of yous and me just dying and automatically at the start and then just watching everyone else. Yeah. Because, um still the case. I can I've 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 won some, but I think I've only like four wins. I, I had the
1: best win I've ever had in my life yesterday. Sammy was playing with Bradley. And then she went away, so I just took over. And it was like one of those ones where Bradley's died like really near the end. And there's like three other people and I'm the only one left. And I'm like, I don't, I'm going to die here. And I had like barely any health. And I was like, this is my like last hurrah. This is the, my last ditch effort. So you know, they like the new trees they added that you can knock over and they fall down. Mm-hmm. I just shot two of them and they fell on the guys and they killed them and won the game. And I was like, wait, fuck. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever done. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Well, my, my 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 favorite win was uh, first one I ran as Captain America. Of course, it did it was like start of a season, and I was like down to the final three, and I was so excited because like, oh my god, I never get this far, and then suddenly it it gave me the crown, and I'd won. Fuck knows what happened. I don't know. What
1: happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just I, I hid behind something, and suddenly I won it, and I was like, oh, oh if, if, if that happened, all them that'd be ace. Yeah. But um, another time I just I just hid in a car started pot shotting people. It was that was it was I felt like a dick, but it was the most satisfying thing I, I did. I had a wee sniper and just watched them come past. And we just go, That's what you want. There you go. Um one more question from Ian, which I think you kinda answered a little bit or, or teased to, but we've got when is the tie dye coming back?
1: Oh, I might wear it on Saturday. I've got a gala that could be my gala that'd be my my house show tights. Why not? You, know, like, you remember like Kenny Omega when he was wearing the, the cool like black leather tights and stuff, but then he had his house show tights on like small shows he'd wear the like pink ones with the tassels. Maybe I'll just make the tie-dye ones. That's my house show tights. They're like my galas and like birthday party shows and stuff.
0: Why not? And uh the final question we've got from all of this is from uh an, an unknown uh, Emerson underscore Jane. Uh Fantastic. Should you, nice, simple one. What do you love? What do you love about me the most? Uh,
1: that you sometimes wrestle in other countries and I get peace for a couple of days. Fair. <laughs> I think that's a good. I think that's a good answer. I think, I think so.
0: So that's that's all the questions, and I think we've just about covered all your wrestling from the last year as well. Um, we haven't really talked about reckless how you, how you find it and just the just back, just getting into the swing of things again, like the training and the seminars and the, just keeping yourself busy.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's weird, like. Try to train people when I still feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I must to some extent, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I, I enjoy I, I enjoy more of the... I, I, I'm i not a fan of like the going in and getting people to do drills and I, I fucking hate that shit. Like, But obviously it needs to be done to like get people... Going over stuff and going over stuff to practice it, but like I, I enjoy more of the like this psych- psychology storytelling side of it. Like you know, trying to get people thinking and being creative, understanding why things are done a certain way and that sort of stuff. I, I enjoy that that sort of aspect of it. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm the person that should be in charge of a class of people. Because I don't feel like I have a fucking clue
0: what I'm doing in half my matches, but... Yeah, um, yeah I got that's about it. So, I can't remember if we, we brought in the... the we did. I, def, I should have, I'm sure I asked you about the dinosaur, what your favourite dinosaur was. Yeah. Must have done. Um, I can't remember, was that point, was the two sheep, one cow question? In,
1: uh, it point? was... Um... The the dinosaur was a, a pteranodon, but we weren't sure if it counted as a dinosaur because it was one of the flying ones. Um,
0: I mean, I think I think we were, the sh- the ship is sailed on on uh, fictional sheep. and non-fiction dinosaurs, yeah. so you can have that I one. I
1: think I think we did the sheep and cow one. I think it definitely wasn't cow. Um, I think it was between the sheep. Because, like, Aberdeen Mm -hmm. or like a run in from a pig.
0: That seems familiar. Yeah, that does seem familiar now that there was a run involved somewhere.
1: I've literally, right now, just got a a question from Debbie. Oh. In reply reply to my story.
0: All right, okay. She
1: said, Would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands? Hands for feet, yeah, definitely 100%. Because I can put them in a shoe and hide them, um, so you wouldn't see them. But it opens up all these possibilities for like stuff that monkeys can do, you know, like hanging on to stuff with my feet, hands, you yep. got all them stuff you could maybe do in a match with your little feet, hands as well.
0: And you can just like, pick, hands, pick up stuff off the. Coffee table or that? You don't need to bend. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's I've got
1: quite. I've got quite nimble feet, so I could pick stuff up on my toes anyway. Ah, uh, definitely.
0: I'm not going to ask for a demonstration. No, uh,
1: that's okay. That's right. But uh, definitely, definitely hands for feet. I mean,
0: I suppose it suppose depends what you do. If you're like an OnlyFans model and you're you're selling feet picks, I mean, four feet that would. But no, uh, it would definitely be hands for feet. Yeah. I'm full yeah. agreement with that. Um. So the last question then. Um, We've we've aced this time wise. I'm quite sure for that. Uh Vince McMahon's phoned you. This is a fancy question to to round up the show. So Vince McMahon's phoned you. He said, uh, I've seen your work. Um some guy keeps keeps calling you the lost boy when you're clearly lost boy, Aspen Faith. Um, I want to put you in the main event of WrestleMania. I want to give you absolute creative control. You've you can pick your opponent, as long as they're alive. Pick your opponent, pick the stipulation. It could be a anything, tag match, battle royal, any opponents, any number of opponents you wish, you're full charge. What is it?
1: Okay. It's the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay, right. Picture, okay. Main event, WrestleMania. We're in some arena, I don't know. In my head, it's maybe it's an open top arena, it's, but it's nighttime, so it's dark. Okay, cool entranceway bed. Okay, <laughs> right. I'm in the bed. Okay, in the ring you have got a tag match. Okay, it's going to be uh, the. It's going to be uh, Steve Austin. Okay, this is his last hurrah. Okay, his last hurrah is. Us in stream, Steve Austin. Then the opposite side of the ring is Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon. Okay. So they're like double, well Vince is like getting on Steve, Steve, but Linda's sitting in the corner in a wheelchair. So you have the match. Steve Austin's getting beaten down. I wake up. Oh, shit. I'm at mania. I don't have my boots on. I get my boots on. I run down the fucking giant ramp. Hot tag. In I come. Vince immediately kicks me in the balls. Oh, no. I'm dying. He's loving it. Heat. Linda McMahon stands up. Big pop. He turns around, Linda kicks him in the balls. Uh, he takes a terrible stunner off of Steve Austin. Uh, Steve looks at me and he goes, you take the pin, kid." And I'm like, cool. And I cover on one, two, three. And then we have a beer bash, but he gives me a monster.
0: I don't think anything will top that, so that's probably a good way to, to end the show. Um, okay. I'm so glad we brought the 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 dream came back uh into the episode somehow uh, of, of this. This is wonderful. Um right. i believe that with, with everyone's fever dream of, of Johnny Hollywood and uh and then of obviously Aspen's dream. Uh yep. where can people find you, Bear hug. plug all your
1: shit. Uh... Everything is the Aspen Faith. So at the Aspen Faith or slash the Aspen Faith. It's all the same. Uh in all my bios I've got a link tree which has got all my merch and it has a link to the Bear Hug Design folio and all that good stuff. Excellent. Well, perfect. Thanks for joining me, Dick.